0: Hello and welcome back to the F24 Podcast, my name is David, and each week, as I'm sure you know, I have the privilege of inviting a creative over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. This week I've got a guy I've known for years, and i my watching Rise as well, Kay, or as some of you may know, Kimo from SMT, and also for the last couple of years, the photographer, the London Vagabonds. He came around with his girlfriend, Dana, a creative also, and we had a great conversation about Kay's introduction to graffiti culture through his dad whilst he was in primary school, and what life was like growing up in Ryscliffe at the end of the Central Line. we chat about his education, but also how graffiti really took over. Kay's had many run-ins with the law over the last 10 years, and it started in a really dramatic way. He tells us about that and how his first prison stint was, and he also tells us about his years of graffiti court cases and more prison time. But through all of that, there was a massive positive impact that came from that culture. And we talk about that and what he learned about himself and the run-up and reasons for his photography and what that's brought him already. Kay's been out eight months since his last stint in prison. I think that'll be it. So it was great having him over to chat after such a crazy decade, heading on a mad journey into his future. This is Kay's London culture and creativity story. Enjoy it. This is F24. Paka, well, thank you Kay. Thanks for coming round, bro. Thank you for having me. Definitely good to see you and catch up with you
1: been a long,
0: long time. fucking long time. I know we bumped into each other at the um, typographic show. Yeah. We've
1: always bumped into each other over the years. It's true. I remember when I first met you as well.
0: Yeah. yeah? Yeah, of course. Like, I remember
1: being on the school trip in Brighton and coming to the Rare kind shop. Shut up. Yeah, I remember. Because I bumped off. They said we could have, like, <laughs> a little hour away. But we were all meant to stay in a little group. And I just tipped yeah. off to
0: the Rare Klein shop. Sick. You knew where it was. Yeah. Ran down. Who was in there? I was in there, obviously, Yeah. yeah.
1: Wicked.
0: Can you sign my black book? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh, you done, by, I think, somewhere. Rude boy. Rude boy. Thank you for the memories, man. They were fun years down there. That yeah, was good. good. I'm glad and you came shop. through. Shop. Wicked, wicked. School trip then, yeah. yeah? Not bad. What was it for? Like just to see Brighton or to go to the museum or. Uh,
1: so I think it was in college. So it was when I was oh, right. studying art in college. Yeah. And then you know, I went on a school trip to Brighton. Nice, too. man. So look at all sorts. It's full of stuff.
0: Yeah. All full of stuff. Wicked. Right, well look, let's um, let's go back to the start then. So where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm from like outskirts of West London. So rice slips are proper okay. outskirts. Yeah. End of the central. Yeah,
0: end of the central
1: line.
2: Wicked. It brings Wicked. back memories for a lot of people. It definitely does,
0: doesn't it? <laughs> people start seeing things when you say that word. Yeah. Okay. And what how was school life then?
1: Uh, what are we talking about? Are we talk about primary school or Yeah, primary, primary what if yeah. Uh, primary school. No problems, always good. I was a good kid. Yeah. One of the best at spelling, best at reading. Wicked. Um, but then my mum was a dinner lady there. Okay. So that played could, a bit of a part. Yeah, I couldn't get away of anything. Yeah. And I feel like she used to pick on me. <laughs>
0: she was keeping swear. on top of you.
1: Whenever she saw me in trouble, she was like, yeah, I'm taking you to the principal's office. Oh, shit. But yeah. She was on my case.
0: That must have been nuts, so. Were your mates all on you for that as well? No, not even. Primary yeah. school, you're too young for that. Yeah, I mean. it's true. So, yeah.
1: And I was just left to it.
0: Okay, okay. And then secondary, how did that go? Where was that? The secondary.
1: Uh, my secondary school is in Northwood Hills.
0: Oh, is that up that way as well then?
1: Uh yeah, but it's, it's more near Watford ways. Right? Okay. In between Watford and Harrow. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, I don't know what to say about it really. Um, up until like year seven, obviously you're just finding your feet. Still you know? a kid. Yeah. And I went there not knowing anybody. I had no friends that were going to that school. Right.
0: So no one from primary came so through. I
1: was just like, I don't even know how to act here, I don't know, Yeah, I'm just, I'm new and I remember my first day my mum took a photo of me wearing the uniform Yeah, and I had my blazer done up, I had like a, a super long tie on, <laughs> do you know what I mean, proper, yeah. I went there uh, proper, I went there as a good kid. Shoulder bag, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? properly
0: t- strapped up.
1: And I, You had the the first assembly where you meet everybody Yeah. and I remember one of the kids coming up to me like, if I was you, I'd unbutton that blazer <laughs> and I'd make your tie shorter. Or someone's going to come rip your buttons off, pull off the pocket on your shirt and pull your tie. And I was oh.
0: oh God. Secondary school is so funny, yeah. man. Was it a boys' school or was it nah, a mi- mix? Mix, yeah. It's mixed. Okay. God, I remember those days, man. Especially the early one. I went to three different secondary schools. Where,
1: where
2: did you go?
0: Mine was hectic. Let's not go into that. <laughs> but I, I remember the first one like, and the second one, because I was still quite young. Like, it is that you go into someone and you're like, fuck, I don't know anyone. Well, there's but there's I've no got no. to grow up now. Like, I've got to step in.
1: You've just got to find your
0: feet. <laughs> I've got to go live a long time. <laughs> but you know what? It's
1: like that with life, I think, in general, wherever of you go. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to be the new guy somewhere. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just... Perfect time to get started with that shit. Yeah, you've just yeah. got to adapt. Yeah, brilliant. That's good that that kid looked out for you, man. Yeah. Could have ended he, a different way that day.
1: Yeah, he become one of my good mates as well. Straight away.
0: Pucker, yeah. Well deserved at that.
1: But then, yeah, obviously, after year seven got out of the way, you move to year eight and you you start to know the school a little bit better. And that's, I think, when you start, you're either going to be a good kid or you're, you're going to start... You're like, going to
0: play the with. line a bit, maybe, or you're going to be on the other side yeah. as well, yeah. Well,
1: can you swear on it? Yeah, of course okay, you can.
0: Cool. Go right in. <laughs> I, you
1: know, I'm pretty bad with that sometimes I try not to too much
0: <laughs> okay I don't hold my tongue man I've got an awful mouth I've struggled <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah and then obviously year nine is when I started really getting into a lot more trouble yeah well I started fighting a bit more and and yeah not really caring about school more caring about graffiti that was my my main
0: did you get into graffiti then yeah in... I went into
1: graffiti in primary school
0: seriously but yeah what? How? What? Go back then, tell me. I, didn't, I was waiting for the introduction yeah. and you're like, what now? I've already been there. Uh,
1: that's when it started. Um, so my dad showed me like a hip hop video, Yeah. Like an old, obviously VHS. Uh-huh. And um, it had this whole section about, you know, it started with the written, well, with the spoken and all of that. And then yeah. it was like breakdancing is part of hip hop. And yeah. then it went into the art side of hip hop, which was graffiti.
0: Then, do you remember what it was called this video? I no idea. No. All right.
1: it's, it's probably somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um and yeah, there was like all these scene hall cars rolling past and I was just like, What is this? And like Fab Five Freddy yeah. dancing in the video Sick. doing all of that. So I, I grew up seeing that.
0: So did your dad like hip hop then? My dad loved hip hop. He was like
1: a DJ and break dance on each other. How
2: is it?
0: So he was in and he was like, Wicked got yeah. a son, I can push this.
1: Yeah, but he had he had no interest in graffiti. No. Had no interest in the art side of it
0: so he was he was old school basically. yeah
1: just DJing and just break dancing
0: Done, and done.
1: yeah I ended up pausing that that VHS and just copying the scene whole cars copying four of them And just colour went,
0: pens and all that
1: went into school and I went to my dad's my friend's dad's like warehouse uh-huh. all these magic markers I had no idea where it was um but yeah there was just shelves of magic markers and he was like Sick. oh yeah take whatever colours you want so then Damn. I coloured it in in magic markers like yeah. back in I don't
0: know ninety eight or something. Amazing
1: 99. man. Yeah. That, and that's all in primary school. That was in primary school.
0: And so you got you're not out there in primary school tagging and that, but yeah. so so books are getting caned, you're like you're yeah, just, you're, you're learning about tagging and yeah, getting into it and yeah. redoing the scene whole cars yeah. and all that shit. and then so what happens in year seven, when you were this shy kid with the long tie, but you were a writer. Yeah. Had you, was that when you started hitting buses maybe on the way into school or like, when, when do you start thinking, I'm going to start putting names up?
1: Well, straight from the beginning, obviously, I went there sketching in lessons. Yeah. You know, and from that, you'd meet other kids like, oh, you can do that. I can do it too. Sick. And then that's who I started hanging out with. Uh-huh. And get the bus home with them and yeah, yeah we tag on the buses because back then there wasn't CCTV yeah. like, any of the um, buses and they were all smashed yeah like I remember everyone smoking on the buses it was sick it was nuts back yeah. then not that
0: it's good to smoke but yeah no, I mean, but the freedom of the, of know, being on the bus yeah yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean that's what I'm laughing at yeah
1: and then um yeah I started just tagging up the local shops and alleyways and, and bridges and everything and just
0: getting up in the area yeah, yeah, yeah. started like anyone does um, and it quickly evolved and did did music come along with that? or um, was that kind of just it, whatever was happening was happening with music but you a, knew that you liked tagging
1: yeah i was listening to hip-hop i listened to what my dad showed me really yeah um but then as it evolved i started listening to uk hip-hop a lot more okay as yeah I, as i got older
0: yeah what did he think of uk hip-hop
1: my dad was never into it no okay as you said, he was old school, school so he's yeah. just like oh, i don't want to hear none of this but yeah eventually i got him around to it he still doesn't play it himself but but he's up for listening but he's like, okay this is good yeah
0: so by that time you're like halfway through or going into GCSEs, are you just graph drenched then. Yeah. Like I whilst was, at school, I was lost
1: in graffiti. I didn't care about anything else. And
0: were you painting by then?
1: Um, yeah, I was, I was painting from twelve. I was, Fuck. I was painting from twelve, I started painting trains at fifteen. Shut up. Yeah.
0: I, I call people like you bastards. Yeah, you got into quick. That's <laughs> Fifteen.
1: That's all I had. And I didn't want to paint anything else. Once I started trains, it's like I don't need to paint walls anymore. It's bad.
2: What What was that? I've never had that. What was that?
1: Um, I don't. Well, I basically thought there's no point in me tagging streets and getting caught for painting streets and then it lead all the way back to trains I was like I'm just going to end up in a world of shit cuz this that. is too good so I was like I might as well just keep it with the holy grail and just paint trains and you know the odd odd random warehouse yeah I mean nothing, yeah. nothing too risky just yeah.
0: but predominantly 99% was trains from 12 well from, 15. from 15 yeah yeah damn okay so had did you build up a crew then was that what happened like what or, or yeah, fellow um, friends like
1: I had a few crews, so I had one crew when I was young, and we just didn't know what we were doing, yeah, you know, were too no young to get yeah, and, and we were taking people out and we got in a lot of trouble. There' was a lot of people that really didn't like us yeah. and obviously wanted to beat us up or whatever, um but they never ever they never caught us <laughs> bit, you know what I mean we we're just little shit, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: everyone um, has that wave.
1: But with that, we just didn't care who was in it. We we're just like, oh, we want as many people in it as possible. Yeah. let's make this the biggest crew in the world. Do you know of course, what I mean? and it's yeah. just, just stupidness. <laughs> yeah. And then that quickly just phased out. And then when I started playing trains more seriously, yeah, I started a new crew.
0: And was that with? Did, ha, when did you start meeting other writers? Not like people, you, not mates of yours that you were surrounded by, but people in the culture. Do you remember um, when that happened?
1: Probably about thirteen, fourteen.
0: Yeah, so you started meeting people like because of the culture.
1: Well, yeah, because we were we were going up and down the country racking. Like, <laughs> Sick. We started very early, just hopping on the trains, just Boom. bunking to anywhere. Yeah. Like, just going specifically to rap. You know the old Brixton shop. We used to we used to go swap all of our stuff. Boom. We used to go write style, file and graphitism. Oh, G-LOT was, was it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we used to go swap that with Brixton. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know they used to hook us up with paint for it. Yeah. So we, we never paid for paint, and we always had both the mixture of paint for graph and.
0: And so did your mentality was like we're in this for real, for yeah. real. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't. It was good to see a shop, but we're not really going to spend there. We'll help supply it, it's, but we're it's not. not that we're, we didn't
1: want to spend it. We didn't have money. No, but you, but.
0: I don't know. I grew up in a racking era. Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? So it was automatic that we did that, yeah, right? Of but your era, it wasn't, it, you'd got choices. Yeah. And what I'm saying is that, you know, e- even if you haven't got money, you figure out a way to, it's like if you smoke weed, like, you ain't got any money as a 15, 16 year old, but you still find the money to go and buy the and weed. In the same way, way is, there's kids your age that would have gone and bought the paint because they'll find a way to get the paint. You yeah. made a decision. Now we're going to live this one. Yeah. We're going to live it this way because of the like we're painting these trains we're going to keep it this way
1: yeah and like i also the first book i ever read was subway art so, so it's
0: th- like yeah
1: for some reason the old school mentality was just ingrained in me from the start yeah um yeah it's, it's pretty well.
0: i didn't i didn't know it was that deep it is though obviously yeah, it
1: was. yeah it was. I, like, I don't know a lot of my friends would go racking clothes as well i i never had an interest in clothes all i wanted to do was rack. Uh-huh. all my stuff to paint with and electricals to sell
0: for paint yeah it's all yeah like anything one. that could fund paint basically Wowza! and so when did you when did you meet your crew then like the crew that
2: um, i suppose um, is
0: where you where your name came where you where you made your name yeah in started, the, in the scene
1: started in graffiti but yeah it's evolved. You know, all the people that were in the crew originally um, aren't there anymore. You know, it it chopped and changed
0: over the years. People fell off. Cool. So the crews actually stayed longer than the... the like, like that's, that's, that's a sign of a good crew though, man. If the name has continued, but yeah. the, the people have dipped. Yeah, it's, yeah and that's constant
1: waves. And, and some people even come back. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Um, but yeah, SMT crew has been going for nearly nearly 10 years now. Fucking
0: okay, no. hell. And then when did... The whole filming aspect, I when f- filming, yeah, defeating. work, yeah. What what made you think? Did you think right, we're doing enough here? We're doing loads. You, I mean, I didn't know. What, sorry, you're taking me by surprise because it's gone yeah. so quick. Go on, go on. You've really—it's ta- gone like, you, it's like running down a steep hill. Yeah, amazing. Like really, like blowing me away here because I'm just—you're so young.
1: Yeah,
0: no, no. I didn't do any whole cars till I was in my twenties.
1: Yeah. I
0: did my first my Hulk, I think, at about 16. Yeah, yeah, you are
1: a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> there
0: was, was only one or two, though, and I uh, didn't get serious I don't care. for a while. Yeah, it's it hard, it hard work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard work, man. Yeah. So, yeah, the filming, You did you, you realise what you were doing?
1: No.
0: So what what was the filming for? Why um, did you do it? So how it
1: first started... So that's,
0: that was a way... Apart from, obviously, seeing your name out there, that yeah. was my when I see the videos I was like wow these lot are really serious because you only see so much when yeah, you're outside of course. do you know what I mean so yeah what was the, the birth of that
1: that started I remember I first started filming in 2009 before SMT uh-huh. um, and that's because we met an older writer and another crew who said that he was gonna he was gonna produce a film basically uh-huh. and we're like oh we need to get some stuff in this film too we We're like, we're, we're doing happy. this yeah and he wanted to put us in his crew as well. So we're like, cool, we might as well film all of our stuff and yeah. get like a nice bit in his film. So that's how it started. But then that just those ties completely cut. Cool. We just as they do. We, you know, we're still yeah. mates, we just yeah, yeah. you know, don't really talk so much anymore. Um, so that just fell off. And the people that I was doing the whole cars with then, they all fell off. Like they they all went to prison. Wow. And you know, that's for that. Yeah, they went for graffiti quite early. Yeah, like way before my first first sentence. And then, yeah, I carried on, and I was like, where well, I was interested in photography anyway." I was like, "We should start documenting what we're doing." Mm-hmm. It's never, I don't think it's ever in the, in the end goal of a film.
0: No, no, that's what I mean. Like, because no. you don't those early. Obviously, you realize what you've got, and that's why you start making a film. Yeah, but it's, yeah, that that bit, that decision to document is quite a nice thing to, yeah. you know, realize. So w- the thing coming into photography, was that because of school and college?
1: No, no. Again, it's graph. Yeah. Like it all, everything roots back to graph. It's, well, so
0: education is the thing the government made you do, but it didn't really do anything else for you. It's no. just like, no, I've I, gave you somewhere to go for all those years, but yeah, it, it, what really gave you what you do is culture. Yeah. 100%. Wow.
1: Um, you know, I was never taught photography. Right. The first camera I got was stolen. As okay. I was going racking, that's yeah. how I got all my first cameras.
0: And so you enjoyed doing that whilst you were working, so then you start, we will start filming? Yeah. Dope. Dope.
1: Dope. I just wish, from the beginning, I wish I filmed a lot more and I wish
0: I had more photos from the start. Uh-huh. I photographed, I think, my first, like, maybe 30 pieces, 30 paintings. And then, so I tried to get every one of them. Yeah. You just track. Not. No, it's, it's just, impossible Yeah. So then, I mean, now it's easy. If well, if you paint like I paint, legal wolves, yeah. <laughs> just isn't. get my phone out. But I mean, yeah, so it's easy now in that yeah, sense. It
1: is a lot easier than it was. Hmm. Definitely. All my first art was a long gone.
0: When so when you finish college, right, and you're out, you're done. Did you finish college? I never finished college. Oh, you didn't finish.
1: I, I quit, quit. after like two months.
0: I oh, said so it went on. No. I didn't.
1: I went to study art. Yeah, and I don't know it just wasn't for you couldn't do it couldn't mm. keep up with it
0: and what was it you did like art you knew you liked art but not in the way this was going to be well, Oh,
1: not... I knew what I was good at you know? okay. and I didn't really want to compromise like I knew I was good with, with shading with pencils and pens I didn't mm-hmm. want to create sculptures but now that I'm older it's it's cool being taught something new and trying to master yeah. something new but
0: I think we offered those choices at too much of a young age. Yeah, I wanted to... We need to be given that choice yeah. later.
1: Let me help progress in what I'm good at. Yeah, like, yeah. Push me as far as you can in this. Yeah. And then, be like, right, yeah. this is similar, try that too. Yeah.
0: Well, if they, they could have kept you for two years doing what you wanted to do, yeah. in the third year, you may well have said, right, cool, let me try this sculpture thing. Exactly. Let me see what's happening next. So we, they don't do that. No, okay, cool. So you left?
1: Yeah, I, just, I left. Yeah, that's it. Work? No, not really. So... I don't even know how I survived. Everyone asks this quite a lot. Um, Yeah, I didn't go into any... I've not been in proper work. No. No, I've never been in, like, a full-time job ever. Okay. So, uh, after college, I just got into a lot of trouble, basically, and I had to leave London. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's pretty mad.
0: More than graffiti trouble, you mean? Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: So, you know, I'm happy to talk about it.
0: If you want, man, yeah. I'd like to know.
1: I think it's interesting for people to know always um, so as well as graffiti I was hanging out with just you know just kids in the street yeah um, just people causing problems
0: you know other kids that you ain't at college your age
1: kids that also graft yeah. okay but were more on the side of making money you mm-hmm. know and, and making a reputation rather than the reputation being through graffiti yeah Um. so I, I was kind of caught up in that as well and, and wanting to to be respected like Course. they were as well. Yeah. Um so I was fighting a hell of a lot. Right. i Was getting into a lot of fights, just a lot of anger. Yeah, I had a lot of anger as a kid. I don't don't really know why, but mm-hmm. I had a lot of anger. Um and basically a situation evolved where I ended up getting into an organized fight with somebody. Well. Wow. Um he was a bit younger than me, so the plan was for me to just, just give him a slap basically. Um but it didn't turn out that way. So they, they ended up, we sort of set it up so that they thought they were gonna meet a girl. It was a full on honey trap. Shit, man. And they come into the park and they'd seen me and my friend sat on the bench and just, I could tell something was wrong. And anyway, he, he walks into the park, me and my mate get up behind him. His friend notices, turns around and starts running at me and my friend. So my friend just grabs him and puts him up against a fence. Um And straight after that, the the one that I had a problem with was turned around, and it just started running straight at me, and I could see he's not running to get around me, he's running at me, yeah, so I've like jumped up in the air, and Superman punched him wow. right? and knocked him straight to the floor. then like, I looked straight down at him, and as I looked down from the top of my torso to the bottom of my shorts was just pure red. And he he'd stab me without me even realizing Jesus, um but anyway, that ended up I beat him up pretty not bad, but then there was other people that got involved mm-hmm. you know what I mean and stamped him out on the floor and everything um and he I told him to get up and run just because he he got beaten up. there's a few of us um and then I ended up having to call the ambulance myself. Because all the people that I was with yeah. were just totally in shock. Yeah. None of them knew what to do. They all thought I was going to die. And I was just like, can someone just give me a phone? And they're just ringing it and being like, oh, uh, hello? I've just been stabbed. Oh, and it's shit. so surreal to just like say that to someone. I didn't know where I was. I started getting quite delirious quite quickly. Yeah. And it was, it was around the corner from my house, but I didn't remember the name of the park. Oh, fuck. So I looked at my mate and I was like, you speak and i'll just walk all the way to your house so he ended up taking the phone telling him where he lived and it was like a 10 minute walk to his house oh shit man walking down the street just bleeding out but as dramatic as it sounds i was still laughing and i was still like oh that's fine adrenaline yeah yeah still pumping i I couldn't feel it Mm. i was just like look at my new t-shirt it's ruined my t-shirt i mean i just i was laughing trying to keep just
0: keep normal. Yeah, and especially you're with people as well. Yeah, you don't want to be like, ah, oh, like nah. you're trying to still, yeah, just hold it, normal. man up. And then um, which is a shame, but it's what has to be done.
1: I don't know. I, I think if I panicked, it would have been a hell of a lot worse.
0: This is the thing. Everyone stands around thinking that the man, as you say, like that everyone else is a bit. Well, what everyone. do we do? And if you didn't, if you did break, that would have broke everyone. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It, so, yeah.
1: but anyway, yeah, walked all the way to his house. And he ended up being locked out of the house. But we were with someone else who lived opposite him as well. So anyway, I remember sitting outside his outside his house on this wall and everything just went completely white. Mm. Couldn't see anything. Everything just went totally white. And I was just like, I could hear myself still. I was like, can someone get me a drink of water? But I couldn't see anything. And I just remember hearing someone going, yeah, we'll get you a drink of water. Just running off. And like, two minutes later, coming back, drank it. And then everything come back I could see everything again shit it was, nuts. It was so weird um then yeah we had to wait for about 10 minutes for the ambulance because the ambulance don't know what happened but anyway when it got there the ambulance staff refused to leave the ambulance because when there's been a knife involved they can't attend the scene until police are there first oh, for fuck's sake. so I'm yeah. just sitting there with all my mates going he's, he's bleeding like you need to get out of the ambulance and they're all like well we're not leaving until police come so then police took another like 5 minutes so I'm just sat there and i think they're those vital moments that the kids are dying yeah yeah because police haven't got there first you don't hear that much no, man they don't and it's sad they're not willing to take that risk and i don't think there's anyone out there in their right mind that are going to stab, you know paramedics saving someone
0: really i mean look you never know but jesus no. christ come on man like in a time like this do we need to have that much precaution and you know what? I don't even blame the ambulance people. No, it's their bosses yeah, that exactly. are making them it's say, you medical. can't do this and because you know them people are heroes. Yeah, we know that.
1: I do believe that there's probably a hell of a lot of medical staff out there that will take the risks yeah. and will go into yeah. the rules But they can't. save
0: lives. Yeah. But they, well, yeah, and will, but some literally just can't or yeah, yeah for whatever reason. Jesus, bro. So, uh, Jesus, man. See, that's a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes from the incident.
2: Yeah.
0: Police come. What happened? Um...
1: Then the ambulance staff get out um, and my sister's mate was there. So my mm. sister's friends called my my sister. So my mum had turned up and my sister had turned up. And they're just seeing me sat on the floor with the ambulance staff cutting off my T-shirt and just all this blood coming out of me. Um, my mum's obviously crying her eyes out. My sister's crying her eyes out. And then, yeah, just went to the hospital in the ambulance. Um,
0: How, were you a big kid?
1: No. I was quite skinny. Yeah. I was, I was this, this
0: muscle was from recent years, isn't it? Yeah. I don't...
1: I still think I'm skinny, <laughs> don't I?
0: He's fat. He ain't <laughs> fat. He's... He's <laughs> fat. <Eli>. But, um... <laughs> I'm fat now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No. <laughs> but so, you, what I'm saying is your body had to hold that.
1: Yeah. I was a lot skinnier when I was
0: Jesus, younger. man. So, how long were you in hospital for? So I was
1: in hospital for a week.
0: And, and then it was get the fuck out of town.
1: Well, so... What happened was the first day or well, the first night um, two officers come to visit me mm. and they were like do you know who it was and obviously I was like I don't know who it is and they're like oh they knew me. They'd arrested me when I was a lot younger mm. and they're like Kieran I can't believe this has happened to you.
0: But they arrested you for graffiti uh, or was it just some street shit? Just for being silly. Yeah, just, street you know, street just, shit. Yeah, yeah. Just a kid. Just In a the manner. Kid, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And they took me back to my mum before. But, um, yeah, they come back and they're like, oh, Kieran, we're really sorry this has happened to you. Don't worry, we're going to get him. And started crying. The officer that knew me was crying in the hospital. Dude. And nuts. But anyway, yeah, he's <laughs> left. And then the next day when I wake up, I've got an officer sat next to me. And I was like, what, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I've got to be here. And I didn't really understand why. Anyway, stay in the hospital for a week. That officer leaves after two days. And then when I get home, the day I'm discharged from hospital, I get a phone call on the house phone, and it's police, and they're like, you need to come down to the police station. And I was like, well, I'm in no fit yeah. state to come so and talk you. to you. Yeah. And they're like, well, if you don't come down here now, we're coming to arrest you. What? And I was just like, what? Like, what am I being arrested for? Why? I couldn't understand it. And I was just like, all right, cool. I'll talk to my mum, I'll get there. So I can't remember if it was my mum or my dad that drove me down there. Uh-huh. Um, and they came in with me, because I, I think I was still 17 at the time. 17, right. maybe just turned 18, I can't remember. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, as soon as I approached the custody decks, they just started saying, Mr. Cummings you're under arrest for um, two GBHs with intent. What? And I was just like, what? I was like, are you serious? I was like, I'm the one that's been stabbed here. I'm the one that's getting arrested. I was like, what's going on here? And then, yeah, I was put in a cell, which, you know, I was very used to by then. Mm. Sat there for however long it took and then had my interview. I did a no comment interview pretty much all the way through. But then they ended up showing me a broken knife in the interview room and I I broke the no comment interview because they were like, oh, if we fingerprint this knife, will your fingerprints be on it? And it was the first time I'd ever been in, I didn't even know comment, I did a silent interview. Mm. And yeah, I broke it because I knew my fingerprints had been on it. Shit, yeah. Basically what happened, straight after he stabbed me and he fell to the floor, I stamped on him a few times and he had it still in his hand. So I said to him, throw it to the side, and he yeah. threw it to the side and everyone else come over I went over there and I picked it up and I, I looked at it and I could see that it was broken in half and I was just like what? Yeah. You know what I mean and then just threw it threw it back to the floor so in the interview men I've said like, my fingerprints will be on it because I have picked up the knife yeah so basically where i had done that they based their whole investigation on the fact that my fingerprints would be on it and they never fingerprinted the knife but It it was a mad case. Basically, it was a corrupt case that I ended up getting a guilty for. Uh, for.
0: And they're taking advantage of a young guy. They did. That's what they're doing. They want the the charge. Yeah. They didn't care about you. No,
1: they didn't. Yeah, I I sat in that police station. They had a
0: piece of evidence and they we ain't got anyone. We got him.
1: So what happened? I went, I stayed in that police station for 72 hours, the max that you could do. Yeah. Went straight to court on the Monday and then I was remanded in custody. Went straight to Feltham.
0: So you've just come out of the hospital? So
1: come out of the hospital.
0: And by the Monday, you're...
1: Yeah. So i come out, I think, on the Friday. I did Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the police station. Monday to the court. And then Monday afternoon straight to Felton. young offenders. And then...
0: You couldn't. Obviously, the lawyer was bullshit. The solicitor was... Yeah,
1: oh, it was just duty. Duty solicitors.
0: Didn't listen to you at all?
1: Nothing. And then...
0: They're just telling you, oh, look, just take this. And... Yeah, just... Oh, fucking so
1: anyway, scared. yeah, I went... Um, Went there for a week and then I managed to get bail, but the bail conditions because there was like other people involved was that I had to not talk to any of my co-defendants. Um I was banned from being within the whole of the M25 and I had a seven seven curfew like on tag. What the hell? And that at, at like eighteen years old, when I I thought in my head I've not really done anything wrong here.
0: No. I mean, you knew what you were involved in, but you—you yeah. you the action wasn't you. No. Um, was that your first time in Phantom? Yeah. What was that like?
1: Um, it was all a haze, to be honest with you. I, I weren't in the best state of mind when I went in there. No, so I can I, imagine. I don't really remember much.
0: And it was a week, so you are in and out, was, thank God.
1: It just flew past. All I can remember now there was a guy singing and him having a nice voice. That's Literally all Wait, I can remember. Keep that memory, man. That's, that's a nice it. thing.
0: If you're going to remember anything about that place, yeah. that's the one to... Re- yeah, that's, that's all the thing. I can remember. And
1: I, I made a good friend for that for like week. Boom. But I don't even remember his name anymore.
0: But so, you know, he held you down for yeah. that week. You held each other that's down it, for that week. That
1: was it. That's all I remember.
0: Fucking hell. So you, you're out. You're on bail. you got to be out of the toilet. So you leave.
1: So I leave. Um, I didn't know this. I didn't even know I was going to court to get... No, not court. I didn't go to court. So... When someone comes to get you, Mm -hmm. you're escorted out of prison to, like, another reception. Reception says, right, you're released. Mm -hmm. This is the conditions. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sat there, like, when I was getting released. Cool. And then the condition come up of you're banned from the M25, so you'll have to reside at this address. And I was like, hmm? Bogner Regis. I'm moving to Bogner Regis. It's like, what? What am I going there? Why? (laughs) But my auntie lives there. Okay. So, basically, my, my auntie and like my grandparents yeah. got both their addresses and the court decided that Bogner Regis was, the was suitable option. for me. So I, yeah,
0: I, Did I, they have any say in that? Did um, they put their names so forward? Oh, cool, right. It wasn't just like subject like your auntie lives, there. If they put their
1: names forward, I would have been sat in there for a, yeah. a long time.
0: Jesus, man.
1: So, yeah, and then I moved to Bogner Regis.
2: How long
0: for? I was
1: there for six months. Okay. Which... Was very boring.
0: Did that um, calm you down? Um, Did it change anything about you? just I don't. Did you paint?
1: You know, I didn't paint. My right. auntie was completely on my case. I couldn't Boom. have anything
0: yeah. so this, in that house.
1: Yeah. Um, like my girlfriend at the time wasn't even allowed to stay at the house. My was,
0: So she can come down for the day. Yeah, but she can't stay. Go there. back. She's yeah. very
1: strict about things. She's pretty weird. So I just I don't know. I just started to. To drink a mm. bit more and then i started to i started taking up my photos there but yeah nothing it you times, were bored yeah i was bored out of my mind
2: yeah it it's didn't just, work just bored
1: you know i used to just jog on the seafront and i thought it was a good idea to start roller skating just i was just like what can i do here you know i mean there was nothing
0: did you did you think you were ever going to go back
1: back to london yeah um
0: did you know that was a possibility no i knew i was going back you knew you were going Um, back okay cool so you knew this was just a stint yeah all right
1: i've I've just got to ride this out (laughs) yeah um but obviously i was still sketching and stuff yeah i was was still catching like little street tags only with pen never with paint just something i could could keep in the house you know what i mean so there's the odd tag down there yeah sick (laughs) um but then yeah i was like mum you need to get me out of here i was like i can't live with my own more please just yeah can we do something so then we put up my nan and granddad's address and we asked for a belt variation. Um and the court agreed they're like, Yeah, you can move to Milton Keynes, it's still out of the M twenty five, and we'll change your you know, your tag to that address. Yeah. So then, yeah, I moved in with my nan and granddad And
0: how long are you there?
1: I lived there for a year and a half.
0: Wow, Milton okay. Fiennes. Was that better? Much better. What did you do? I loved it there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did. It is obviously still What? my of... mum or dad's? Uh my mum's. Mum's right. So yeah it's it's obviously still a really small town, but, which was, you know, a thriving city, apparently. Yeah, growing. yeah. <laughs> but it, it
0: really worked. slowly. <laughs>
1: so basically, on my nan and granddad's estate, within like a week or two, I was walking under one of the underpasses and there were six people painting like these murals under the underpasses. Yes. I was like, okay, here we go. This Wicked. is what I like to yes.
0: see. Yes, I found my thing.
1: And then I just obviously started talking to them straight away. I was like, can I help you out? And they're like, yeah, of course. And then they're like, I'd oh, you right? I was like, yeah, I'm down from London, but I'm going to be living here for a while. So I started hanging out with all the writers all the right. from Milton Keynes.
0: Boom. And what were they? Were they wall painters, train painters were, or mixed? All wall painters. All wall painters. Um, and what was that like for you? It
1: was good. Good. It taught me a hell of a lot. Yeah. It taught me to, even though I was interested in style anyway, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm painting with people here that are a hell of a lot better than me. Mm. I don't want to be showing up yeah to... and
0: also the style you're developing and working with has also got time restraints to it yeah and you've got you know that all, the, all those years you're sketching and thinking yeah. you know your time restraint with a wall that time restraint's gone
1: well all, when I was painting trains heavily I weren't sketching bottoms of letters anymore
0: no of course not no exactly so yeah yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To all, all of that yeah again. all your pieces are just going to come off yeah. the floor like so that like, like, I can't, I can't run that. yeah, so yeah and I that's a good point
1: to develop characters you know all of it and I started to learn to paint in any capacity really Boom. I learned to paint as many murals as possible and, what,
0: and you felt brave enough to take those like deci- make those decisions yeah Boom.
1: and I'm mad grateful for all of those boys in Milton Keynes because they also taught me like a work ethic in graffiti they Boom. were they were getting commissions for all the councils mm-hmm. know, so I was I was earning money with them Boom. and they were running youth clubs with kids mm-hmm. so then I started I, I fell into that I fell into helping them run youth clubs and teaching kids to paint.
0: So that really, like, getting there, like, really just, that helped those, like, 18, 19, 20-year-old years.
1: Yeah. It changed my life. It, yeah. It actually did owe a lot to, to those boys up there.
0: That's, that's, I've got a similar feeling, like, when I moved to Brighton at 20, um, although I, was, I loved Halls of Fame in London, I painted them when I in the 90s. But I did not really. I don't know. Brighton changed my life, man. And yeah. meeting certain writers down there, Arrow's got to be one of them. Yeah, of course. And um, you know, Petro being there, watching Petro yeah. paint and dig, uh, amazing. There. And I t- I, that's it. Was ha- having that time and space out of London. To really look and study, and you're like fuck, I get it. Like I get a bit more. I want. I want to try more. I want to try more. Yeah. Even I did proper pieces and like Camden Pitch and all that, but not to the level that when Brighton, What Brighton showed me, and that's the similarity I think I'm finding. That you got out of that London space and you meet these people that are dedicated in a completely different way. Yeah,
1: it's a complete different. Mentality. Not to say that
0: that's all those guys did. We know wow. what they did, but they would kill a wall writers as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, Dope, man. So you're getting paid, you're making money. You're not having to look for a job then?
1: Um, well or name, are you? My name was always on my case to to make some sort of money. Okay. You know I mean? But when I started doing that, she weren't on my case as much.
0: She must have been happy with that as yeah, well. Yeah, she was happy good. that
1: you know, I, was, I was making some uh, yeah. money my, yeah. my own little way. Yeah. In a good way.
0: What a way to do it, man. Boom, boom. Yeah. So then you came back to London?
1: Uh, Yeah, so as I said, I stayed there for... What, a year and a half? Yeah. And then, yeah, I moved. I come back to London for my court case.
0: For um, the same thing? Yeah, yeah, before this.
1: Yeah. As I said, it started off with two GBHs of intent, Yeah. which the sentence is you know, ridiculous for. Um,
2: 15 years or something?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: When I was on the phone in Felton, like my mum was crying down the phone saying I could, it's possible of life. Jesus. Because it's intending
0: to. Did she believe you as well? Yeah, she knew. Good. Right that That must have been not know. good. I mean, it's good she believed you, but horrible that she had to watch yeah. that happen.
1: Um, but yeah, I went to court and I pleaded not guilty. I, you know, contested it the whole way. Mm. Was um, that against the solicitors? Yeah, they said I should just pretty much take it. Fuckers. And I was just like, no way. Not um,
0: fuckers, I get it. They're doing a the job, but still, yeah, gone.
1: gone. Yeah, what happened was... As I said, the case is completely corrupt. So my solicitors ended up asking well it's barristers who it went to Crown Court. Yeah. My wow. barristers asked for, um, blood splatter analysis on the clothes of the two guys that had stabbed me. Yeah. Um, they asked for CCTV of the local area. They asked for my clothes. That's for everything. And the police were like, "Ah, oh, we've lost their clothes. We've lost. They didn't what? lose mine. They had mine still. Yeah, of course um, they did. They never fingerprinted the knife even though we asked for the knife to be fingerprinted and there was no cctv
0: and even though you admitted to touching it yeah
1: so for what, what we were basically saying was obviously on their clothes there's going to be blood yeah from the point that yeah i've been stabbed there will be blood yeah. splatters so police were just like nah we've got we've got Kieran. there's no one else that we need basically um but anyway, I went all the way through it. As I said, went not guilty, and then right at the end, the um, the jury were like, "We find you not guilty of dupeage intent. We find you not guilty of dupeage intent for the second one, but we do find you guilty of a threat." So I was lucky; yeah. that we got dropped down to a threat. But
0: how long was this case for? Like when you came back, like when it, it was how long did it go? My on weeks. for three weeks. Yeah, uh, three weeks. Jesus man. Were you at your parents' house by then?
1: Uh yeah, so I had to stay at my mum yeah. for the whole, yeah, the whole of the trial. I was like, that must have been hard work,
0: yeah. man.
2: Yeah.
1: Hard three weeks. It was. Terrifying. Yeah, it was. It was, I, it was. Yeah, it was. I, I really didn't know what would happen. You know, if I got a then on, on even just a single GBH of intent, that would have been. Yeah, I mean, stress, I life been. over. Yeah,
0: yeah, or at least restart in a good few years.
1: Yeah, I, I probably would have been on for like four or five years.
0: Yeah. So what happened with the fray?
1: So with the fray, what did I get? I think I just got like um, some sort of community order. I think I got like the max community service, like 300 hours community service. Uh, I think I had a, a fine to pay as well. I can't remember what else. And like some sort of behaviour order. Okay. I mean,
0: was, but you were free. But yeah. To an extent. But yeah, yeah you were free. Um, and coming back, after your your years in London and like, your, the run-up and what you went through, And I can imagine all the other shit that went on apart from that thing. I know what life you were living. I can picture it. I can, I can see what went on Uh, and then you go into Milton Keynes and experiencing this whole different world of people and realizing, oh, there's actually different shit out here and, and it's accessible to me because I can do it. When all that case was over, Mm -hmm. what did you think? Did you think what, what way did you want to go?
1: That's a good question. Um, did or
0: you know what it may not have even at, even at that time I'm not saying you come up from Milton Keynes and you're all like oh wow I'm awake yeah you you obviously know now what that time was you may not yeah. have known then I'm just wondering did you know then if no, you didn't no, cool no all right idea. cool yeah 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 it's, this is the thing we can look back over years and think oh yeah that must have been quite important or that gave me this you don't realize two weeks after the fact no, right? I mean, but maybe no idea back then. okay cool so what what did you get what was the plan then back in town
1: Back to the same old naughty stuff. Yeah, on the it, trains. Yeah, it was. Straight back in. Straight back to it.
0: Yeah. But... The lifestyle? Yeah. Or a bit more toned down? Yeah, it was
1: the same lifestyle. But I'd already been done for painting trains at that point too. So I'd been done before the Afray case.
0: But you didn't go to prison for that? No. But you got done. They yeah. knew who you were for that?
1: Yeah, they knew exactly who I was. Raided
0: house and all that shit? Yeah. Oh, right. Fucking hell. So you'd been through it with that already? That already as well. Slip through, no prison. Yeah. Then the Afray or everything that come with that. Yeah. And you're still like, fuck it, I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you now, 20-odd? 20
1: I'm 26 now. I really no, I mean, like, no, no.
0: at that time. So you're 20, time, early 20s, is that? No, I was, I was 18,
1: wasn't I? I? Yeah, when I come back, I was, I was 18. Wow. Yeah. And I, I just remembered, I didn't get, all I got was community service. Okay no fine no fine just community service
0: so you served that got that done
1: didn't finish it
0: (laughs) on purpose no
1: I was trying to finish it It with like three buses to get there right and obviously if I was five minutes late there's no point they'd just send you back yeah instead of being like okay you work another five minutes so you, you go back and that counts as a breach so even if people are trying to do community service they're not helping them so helpful out there isn't it man
0: they want you to slip, brother. Once
1: you're trapped in the system, they'll, they'll try and keep
0: you there long. Jesus. But you got through that. No trouble for Miss not finishing it, or? Uh, no. You did later actually, on. Eventually. Okay, eventually. okay, okay, cool. Up. Yeah. So back on the chains, hard, yeah. more than ever, with better style now, maybe. Yeah, definitely. That level I up. Was like, right,
1: cool. Now we've got to start doing nice things on chains. Yeah. And that's when I think. Uh, my crew started to, to focus a hell of a lot more because I'd met someone in Milton Keynes who was talented, you know, and at first I hated them. Okay. I don't know why. I was just like, I can't believe this person's getting up the rack and they're racking paint, but I don't know who they are. So how do I not know who this person is? So me and my friend were taking them out to begin with. Okay. And then we ended up meeting them. Just out of cockiness? Just out of cockiness. Okay. But then we end up meeting each other. Yeah. We become like the best of friends. Boom. So then, I put him in the crew. So then, when I left Milton Keynes, he started visiting me in London, and then it spiraled from there, pretty much.
0: Did he move down?
1: He didn't move down, but he made a lot he of trips. Made down. a lot of, he of effort. Stayed with me a hell of a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you back at your parents? Yeah. Back yeah. At my Fucking elbow. So how was it? What went on next? Um. Are you taking photos still? Yeah. Is that still like your sure. daytime I interest? Milton
1: Keynes Kings. At- that pushed that. Wicked. Because Milton Keynes, like, we're, we're going into a lot of abandoned buildings um, and I started taking a lot of photos of, of homeless people there. Okay. And that's when, when I first started doing that at about yeah, 18 years old.
0: So is that, after? That's no more graffiti photos or like sunsets or whatever, well. but it, this right. was your first like yeah. project, a project and basically.
1: I was taking pictures of all the writers I was hanging out with. Oh. portrait all about, shots and stuff. All portrait shots. just
0: Just out of interest and I love this motion yeah dope
1: so yeah I took a few random ones just like what was more meaningful to them so one of them took me onto this bridge which was called like Nine Arches and we got on top of it in the middle of the day with all the virgins going past and took a photo of him just like sitting on the edge of this bridge um one guy who just used to do portraits so I just thought it only made sense to take a portrait of him at the place he paints the most sick so, Yeah, that it developed from there. It was Milton Keynes again.
0: That, and w- w- are you looking at stuff to inspire the photography? Are you looking at any other photographers yet, or is this still like, have you bothered? I mean, studying's not the right word because I can't imagine you studied it, mm. but is this still just like a, a feeling inside? And uh, yeah, it's just, it was yeah. just a natural thing.
1: Boom, I didn't have any access to the internet, no, I had no. No, on the internet, I could look.
0: And it wasn't really about books or anything like that.
1: I'm a book collector. Okay. A massive hoarder of books. Yeah. Um, but the first photography book I got for my birthday, I think, for like my 17th or 18th Okay, birthday. cool. And that's when I started being like, right, I need to collect photography books
2: now. Sick. Sick. Yeah.
0: So, photos in London then, moving that more, painting trains. Like, do you get into a work life yet? No. Do you nah. get into any type of...
1: No. Nah. The, the work life that I was involved in, again, was Milton Keynes, and it was just, it was just working at youth clubs and schools. So you go back career. up there? I still, yeah. I used to still go up there Boom. to, you know, um, work in different schools and do, do murals. Mm. And that was it.
0: And so this, this next stage of this train painting career, yeah. how long did that last? Um... Couple of years.
1: Yeah, it lasted a little while, so it lasted from when I got back. So I was eighteen till I was.
3: 20 years.
1: Yeah, till twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Feltham in twenty when I was twenty years old.
0: And so, what what led you to Feltham then?
1: Um. So when I was first convicted, I was convicted of my name, mm-hmm. not a crew. Oh right. Um, and that was just me being stupid. Right. I didn't have any face mask on. Uh-huh. You know, it like I had a balacava that had fell down, like a bandana that had fell down. And there was a secret camera in Rickmansworth, you know, in the cage. Mm. And when you leave where you cut the hole, the camera was facing the train there. So when you're leaving out the hole it captures your face if your face isn't mm. fully covered. So anyway, yeah, I got done for my name and then two years later they were like, Right, the person that we convicted all those years ago can be the only person that's still writing for that crew. Everyone else has dropped it out. So then they started, (laughs) they did something called like a proactive initiative.
2: I bet, proactive initiative.
1: Yeah, they stepped up all the patrols in my area. So they used to leave cars outside my house. They'd sit out my house like every night. And they used to leave cars at like different layouts that they knew I used to paint at. And there was one day that I'd, I'd just come back from a trip to Brighton. Um, and my friend had used my bag recently, and he'd left the sketch in my bag. I've gone out, well, I've gone home, emptied the bag, not emptied this sketch out. His sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not emptied out this one pen that was left in the bag, and I put some boxes in there, put like DVDs, toothbrush, all of that stuff. So we're going to start this girl's house, and I remember when my mum's dropped me off in a car on this main road where the where this layup is that I used to paint. Right. And then I've walked down the road and I've looked to my left and I've seen this undercover car and I was just like oh. and then looking at the bridge that, I, that we used to get on at yeah. and I've seen him and I've just laughed and just looked at him shook my head and just started smiling and then I've carried on walking and I've heard the car start up but he was the passenger and I was like why the hell is the passenger starting up the car? Yeah. I was like I know what's going on here and then I get down the road where this girl lives and then Hear this car speeding up behind me. I look, like, turn around, and there's two officers running on foot behind me, like, under covers And then the car speeds up, doors open up. Like, Karen, come in, stay where you are. And I was just like, what is going on? It's like I'm walking to someone's house. You can't just stop me out of nowhere for nothing. And they're like, you're under arrest for causing criminal damage to the central line after the last month. And I was like, hold on, you've got no warrant. You can't just. Yeah, and I've not done anything. You've got to stop me for nothing. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? But anyway, they anyway. searched me. I was a sketch. I oh. was a pen. So, right, you're also under arrest. For you're this. going equipped for criminal damage. And I was like, right, if you know who I am, I'm not going equipped with a pen, am I? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, can I at least let my girlfriend know? Yeah. Because I know she'll tell my mum. Yeah. My mum will sort the house out if there's any problems. And they're like, you can't call your mum and you can't call your girlfriend. It's like, you're coming straight to the station. So anyway, went straight back to the station and they're like, right, we're going to be raiding your house. And there's an officer there that had known me for years and he's like, and you really fucked up this time, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. And my ex-girlfriend had just dropped my black books back. Oh, for fuck's sake. She was like, when are you going to collect them? When are you going to come collect them? She dropped them the night before. So I knew the black books were left
0: out in the house. Was there photos in those black books? My just photos, sketches. Just yeah. sketches. Um
1: and then yeah, they raided the house, took the like my mum's computer, took the phones, you know, took all of my graph books, all of my paint, and there was like three, four hundred cans of paint that was wrapped just in the garage. And yeah, that's where that investigation
0: started. They let you out straight away? Yeah, they let me out. Yeah because they knew they were building something
1: yeah they knew they were building a case and it was that point that we were most active we just started we carried on smashing it at that point every day i remember there was a time where i was out six days a week and i painted like eight or nine panels in a week
0: what's your mentality like at the time like what are you thinking
1: this is when we started filming a hell of a lot more and i don't know
0: so are you thinking I need to get some shit's gonna happen. I was
1: just like I'm gonna probably go to prison anyway. I've got to get I this have down. To just keep painting as much as possible. Yeah. So I just yeah went harder than I ever did.
0: Fuck. How long for? Uh, Another think, six months. I think it's about yeah. like a year and a half. Wow. Okay. Cool. They were building.
1: Yeah. No. It was a, no. It was a year.
0: Did they? Year. They didn't obviously catch you over that period, either, did they?
1: There was a lot of very close calls. It was two years actually. You'll come back when I was eighteen, didn't I, so, Until twenty.
0: Oh, so that was it? It was at yeah. uh, twenty. Oh, so you got pulled over in the street, they'd sent you all them. In eighteen. And okay, cool, right.
1: Um, but yeah, what was I saying?
0: Um you basically two years until you're smashing it, filming yeah. And yeah, with the crew. Like
1: lots of close calls. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one where we were going to paint some like trains that were being pulled out, the old Mets, uh-huh. the last Ooh. of the big mets. Yeah. And I was like, this is my favourite. We've got to, even when they're getting pulled out of the scrap, we've got to mm. do them. So we did, but then they started watching the scraps. Because it's such an easy spot, mm. they started watching the, the scrap trains. And there was this point where we were walking up towards them, and two undercover cars had, had blocked us in the middle of the bridge. What? So, it was just, yeah, I ended up getting away. Everyone else got caught, but I got away.
0: What did you do? Over the fence? I ran out it? of the
1: police, and they moved out my way. Yeah. Yeah, like... So it was mad. I, I faked that I was going to run backwards. Yeah. He radioed through like, "He's coming back over the bridge. He's coming back over the bridge." And as soon as like he didn't finish those words. Yeah. So, so he said that, and he thought I was going that way. Yeah. I just ran at him as fast as I could, and he just literally dived out my way. <laughs> and then I hid in the brush for about ten minutes. Yeah. And cars were just up and down. There's three cars looking for me. And I waited for them to disappear, like for there to be a break, they'd crisscross over. Yeah. And I'd wait for that middle gap. Yeah. And I sprinted out like behind one of them. Yeah. And just followed it and down into the next road. Thick. And managed to all the way home. Fucking hell. Got home, cleaned the house, went to sleep, woke up to a bang at the door at 12 in the afternoon, and there's police at the door. So I have opened up like my mum's upstairs window. I was like, what are you lot doing here? Like, you know what we're doing here, Kieran. You know why we're here what were you doing last night? I was like, I was in bed. And then I've opened up the door and I've made sure to put on like the brightest clothes I could because I know I was going to the station. Okay. So I put on like, I don't know, grey tracksuit bottoms and a baby blue jumper. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah, they're like, you really messed up last night, Kieran, didn't you? He's like, we know it was you out there last night. I was like, you're. I don't know what you're on about. And they didn't bother to raid the house. They just took me in the clothes I was wearing. So they noted down that I'd been out that night in you know, baby blue, and the description of me the night was that I was out in pure black. So there was loads, there was that, and then there was other times. where so they just sat out my house, so we'd paint a yard, we'd come back to my mum's house, and then they'd open the doors when we were about to get into the house. So I'd have to run into the house, slam the door, and my mates would all run out the back. Oh my God. I'd just have to get arrested. It <laughs> was nuts. They just
0: built a proper relationship with them. Yeah,
1: they loved me. If I saw um, any British transport police doing like undercover ticket inspections at stations mm-hmm. and they saw me, I'd have to run. Because it just confused. Because every time I went through those barriers they'd yep. be straight on my case. Yeah. Or there was one time where we were meeting some kids from up north at Harrow Station. We just shook hands with the boys on the mm-hmm. station. Three undercover officers have come running down and arrested me on the platform.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing because the novel is must have been like, Damn, yeah, this guy's like, gee. G. <laughs> They're on this kid.
1: Yeah, they hated me. <laughs> Literally, they just they can't they, just, they said they've seen me and my mate on CCTV. So like we're just gonna do a stop and search because we know that you carry paint. And that was just a bag
0: full of wrapped tins. Uh, and at no point throughout all these interactions did you say to yourself, let me just take my camera and I'll stop doing this shit. No. You, that hadn't happened. Nothing. No. You were so, you were, this is it. This is my oh, life. Son. And especially in the middle of a case, you're like, is there any uh, thoughts about future over that time? Or is it literally ends at the date of court? You
1: know what? I don't think I have any thoughts of future. Yeah. It was all just, in the minute, lunch yeah, time, Lunchtime, dinner time, yeah. paint
0: time, lunch time, dinner time, paint time. Yeah, yeah. That
1: yeah. Is
0: it. yeah. That was no, it's not.
1: It, that is good. I, don't ever regret I mean,
0: it. look, this is the thing. It's not about regretting it. I tell you what, right? If if we're truly honest, it's a bit sad because you'd you'd want a teenager in those years to experience other things, and you know, like I don't know. But we're from a culture that you get so. Like it gives so much, it answers so many questions, and even if it's in a small periphery, it it does so much for us. Yeah, it, it, it just it, keeps you away from. You don't need anything else. It's a nutsy I've never gone entirely that deep. I didn't. I, I could have done if I didn't have Josh yeah, at the no. age I had him. Yeah, I, I was don't. on my way. I was really looking forward to <laughs> I've seen some of the things you did. Safe, so, but yeah, I mean, I was on my way, but my my kids held me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And put, I realised what I had to do and what I should be doing, but um. Yeah, mad years, I can imagine. So you get to the case and then...
1: um, So basically, we had this court date set. Yeah. And I think it was a month before the court date. Police just end up knocking on my house at six in the morning. And I was still awake. I, I was with my girlfriend in bed at the time. And I was just like, no. It's like, I know who's here. No one knocks at six in the morning. I know what this them, is. Just like, oh, please, not today. And then, yeah, they, you know, my mum, I, well, I was like, mum, they're here again. I was like, can you put the laptop away, hide the laptop? And then she's like, yeah, I'll hide it. And then she's like, but I've got to let them in, Kieran. They're threatening to bang down the door. I was like, all right, mum, just let them in. So I like put on my the boxes, they come like sprinting up the stairs and I've just put on my boxes. Like, Kieran, come in, she's under arrest, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, all right. Whatever, let's just do this. And they took me straight down. I sat there while they raided it one last time. Took me down to the police station. I was like, I'm not getting bail, am I? They're like, no, not today. I was like, oh, all right. And then, but I didn't know this. So I didn't say, I didn't really get to say goodbye to my mum. I just... Yeah. You, know, you just thought it was another occurrence. I thought it was another one. I was just like, and then, yeah, um, sat in the cell for, I think, I can't remember if... Yeah, I sat in the south till about 11 o'clock, then I was transferred to court, sat in front of the judge, and the judge was like, "Um, we're refusing you bail, and you're remanded into custody, um, because number one, you're a danger to yourself, number two, you're a danger to society, in the sense that, you know, what we do to the trains could cause derailment, or whatever. Mm, And number three, I'm, I'm a persistent offender, so like, we can't have you out here anymore. So me and two of my mates all got raided at the same time Mm. and all stood before the same judge and we all got remanded and yeah it went straight back to felton again
0: um did you know did you you think that was going to be the case i mean like in terms of you had this court case on your back for a year and a half you knew you were probably going back to prison
1: I didn't think I'd get caught out like that though. Yeah. I never thought they'd just turn up before the court case, yeah. if mm. I thought it'd be like, I've got a court date. Though. Yeah,
0: let me turn up my suit, I'll have breakfast, like I'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. So how, what, was that it?
1: Um. So yeah, we went to Feltham, and you know, I spoke to my mum about a week, well, I spoke to her throughout the time, but a, a week later, she was like, oh, your teammates are out. I was like, what? Well, I was like, why am I here then, mum? She's like, well, they refused you bail a second time, and then they weren't having it. They weren't having me out.
0: What's your mum saying at the time?
1: Um, upset. You know, she's supported me for everything. Though. She's yeah. always been there. And, Strong woman. Yeah, very. And we've always had a very honest relationship. So she's always known that helps. You know what I've been doing. Mm. So yeah.
0: It's obviously you don't want to put her through that shit. Obviously you don't. Oh. But at the same time, she understands that you're you're in something because it's your life and...
1: That's the only regret I have with all of that. Yeah. I I don't regret anything else other than putting my mum and sister through shit.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying graffiti should be legal. I don't think anyone wants graffiti to be legal but let's fucking weigh this up properly now because your parents, although you're out there causing damage, hands up, cool, but your parents don't deserve to go through what they have to go through and your family have to go through what they have to go through because of your actions. It To that extent... you
1: saying that like those officers that come to mine in my friend's house they're like two both of our mums are like we're gonna cause your life hell until both your sons stop doing this those officers have like a grudge they they love their job a bit too much some of them
0: makes me sick to To be honest though i mean look The fish stinks from the head down, as they say. Do you know what I mean? It's fucked up there at the minute. (laughs) So no wonder staff and protocols being put out the way it is. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So what happens? Your two guys are out. You're in?
1: I end up having to stay in for six months. At Felton? No, it's five months I did.
0: Five months in Felton?
1: I did five months in Felton until I hit 21. Yeah. And then went back to court got sentenced, got a two and a half year sentence. So I got this is where the affray comes back into things. Where I've been remanded for the graffiti, I can't finish my community service. Oh you fuck. So while on remand for graph, I have to go back to court for the affray because they're saying, Oh where you can't complete it, we have to re sentence you. <laughs> so I got resentenced for affray.
0: Did they um did they care about the reasons? No,
1: I didn't care. So you got I've, yourself caught up again, it's yeah. not awful. So I got yeah. another six months prison time. On top. So two and a half years plus six. So I got two years for graphic. Right, and, and then another six. Back. So I got two and a half years.
0: How much did you do?
1: Uh, I did 11 months. Where 11 did you go? Months. I went, so I started in Felton, and then I went to Scrubs, and then I went to somewhere called High Point.
2: Yeah. What was that all like?
1: Felton was mental. Yeah. Like the only way that I can ever compare it is to like a youth club of naughty people. Mm.
0: Um, Basically a youth club. Yeah. I I can imagine. It sounds
1: bad, but I did have a good time. Mm.
0: Yeah. But did you have a good time in the sense of the person that came from those London streets and ran through those streets, the way you behaved and the way you acted, did you have a good time as that? Or did you have a good time as Kieran? This cool grown up guy I yeah, see in front of me yeah, now.
1: This is the thing. It's like, I just had a good time in the yeah. sense of. I was learning about the whole of London. I was yeah, learning yeah. about all the naughtiness that goes down in London. I'm mm. hearing it from like. From, from the horse's mouth. mouth, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's nuts because you've got you've got North, all the North London gangs in there. You've got all the South London, you've got all the East London, and a bit of West. And it's a West London prison. Yeah. But they're all there. And it's just a melting pot and there's so much violence in that place and there's still nothing been done about it there's not another like many young offenders built here in London no. it's needed yeah, damn but right that it's needed man and that place has been,
0: been I've known people I've touched thank God I've never been but I know people that have been going there and I've known people to go there in the 90s and to be honest I haven't heard much different No, it's same never, story
1: it's never, it, I it's, it's never changed it's unbelievable
0: it's unbelievable
1: you know, I didn't have fun in the sense that oh, it's fun to be in. No, nah,
0: of course, that's what I mean. I think I mean the point is, yeah, cool. As as this young guy that's yeah. used to this shit in the streets, this is amazing. I'm, I'm like, in yeah. it. I've just got to get on with it. Yeah, of course, yeah. But as as a real human, yeah. you're like, no, this ain't great. But it's I, not where I want to be. Not but, where I want to be. But
1: but I always thought it's best to be in there, walking around with a smile and walking around with a frown. Yeah, yeah. I thought Good point. If I point. Can
0: walk
1: around happy, mm. I'm not gonna have a bad time. Mm. If I'm sitting here like, oh, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Just, you,
0: know, you seem quite uh, resolute with all the things that have been thrown at you, though. You seem to be. Uh, yeah, right, so this is happening. Okay. All right. Just I still want to do this, but okay. Yeah. You seem to. All and the bumps. previous things you've spoken about, so I can see you can treat prison a yeah. bit that way. I can't imagine it was easy, but no. I can see you. just
1: bumps in the road that
0: you just. you just got to adapt. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't do it again, though? Dude, prison. I've
1: done it again. A bit after denying.
0: So you go to adult prison after Felton? Yeah. Different a, experience?
1: Completely. Less rowdy. Yeah. Like, so I went to uh, Wellman Scrubs, which is obviously yeah. like quite a notorious one in London. was um, fine. Yeah. Like, I I was in with more writers. Obviously, the Oka case came up when I was okay. in there. Okay, yeah. Um, and the ATS case and Serres and all of those boys. So I ended up being in there with them. Wow. Um but it's only Oprah and Bias that I end up hanging out with. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see anyone else there. But I don't know. It's I was only there for a month, so I don't think I've really got a What's, a big experience of it. I what mean, did you
0: make of the building itself? It horrible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is horrible. It's a disgusting place. Victorian, pretty yeah, much. All those Victorian ones are just. I don't know how people are allowed to live in them. There's cockroaches all over them. Yeah. It's, it's, Fucked. Yeah, it's just got smashed out windows, do you know what I mean? It's not a good place, but like I said, I was only there a month and then I could move three wings mm. in that, that jail. Wow. So I got to explore quite a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. But I weren't there for long. No. And I was with my mate then. When yeah. When we got sentenced, we went together, so I had mates in there anyway.
0: At the end of that whole stint, and then you're free, you're clean of all shit then. You've got nothing hanging over you your phrase case is gone now
1: yeah all of that's done probably. so I come out and it's just license it's all like right a license yep. to do um and I did three months on tag so on release mm-hmm. to get an early release I have to do three months on tag mm-hmm. so yeah just from that point when I was that's when I really got into photography when I left mm. there that's when I was a bit more like cool I'm actually going to start focusing on this a bit more
0: what how old are you by then 21 so I was 21 yeah
1: and that's when, yeah, I was focusing on, on photography and what else was it there? That was it really. Were you working yet? No. no okay. But then once those three months on tag were done, hmm um I ended up applying for a job with a thing called the Curse of the Trust, hmm which helps ex prisoners and prisoners get into work through, okay. through art. They nice. did this massive exhibition with artists Boom. from prison. Boom. And it's all just prisoner artwork. Um, so I went to that interview and I obviously explained my circumstances that I went in for graffiti and that I'd applied to be in this exhibition. Yeah. And, yeah, they are like, yeah, we'd, we'd love to Sick. Have, have you do it. Sick. And um, one of my good friends applied for the same thing and we both got it and we're both yeah working in this exhibition. Boom. It
0: was four months. Amazing, man. And
1: that was that was at the South
0: bank Centre, and like, and you produced work for it as well.
1: Uh, I did, but it didn't make it. Okay, it didn't make it. Cool. And
0: what what did you produce a painting for it or?
1: So I did like a mixed media. Okay, mixed media. did
0: you enjoy that? Yeah, that was all. When
1: I was in there, that's all I was focusing on was art the whole
0: time. Uh, whilst you were in prison, yeah, <laughs> boom.
1: So you got well into it. Yeah, sick. And I, Started exploring in different mediums.
2: Yeah, that's
0: Honestly, where it happened. Yeah,
1: the ones that I didn't want to do in college, yeah. I started to explore
0: in there. So you found good services. I mean, I can't imagine they were great, but prison yeah. did cater a bit for that. Yeah, it, it could did. give you that. Yeah. And
1: because of my background in art anyway, mm. they... You know, Pushed it. Gave me more privileges yeah. as well and, and let me take stuff back to mm. myself
0: that other people couldn't. Another bonus of being part of a culture, yeah. man. If you weren't part of a culture, you wouldn't... They wouldn't think, oh, let's give him. Well, they might okay. think to give you art, but they don't... You're part of a culture. They're like, "Wicked! He's got, he's got something. We can ha- yeah. maybe help him through this because we need, a, we need this prisoner to be quiet." It's we- not
1: just like they realise very quickly. Like I'm, I'm well spoken in terms of a lot of the other prisoners. Uh-huh. i Polite, but manners, of respect. So I won't kicking off ever. No, you no, know? you no. Know, i say my pieces and thank
0: yeah. yous. Let's feed him. Let's give him yeah. this stuff. Brilliant. And so you get into this, and you, you run this gallery show for them, yeah.
1: Uh, so what we had to do was we were just invigilators of the space Boom. initially. But yeah. We'd have to give a guided tour. Nice. At a specific time. Yeah. And they basically said to us that we can tailor this tour in any way that we want to. Uh-huh. We can make it a very personal tour about our experiences or, you know, you can explain what this is in a cell because obviously people that haven't been to prison yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. So for me, I decided to make mine very personal. I like, I like to speak about why I can relate to certain paintings and, and people like that.
0: Um, how did you find tapping into that? Was it easy?
1: I was used to it from youth clubs. I'm talking to kids at youth clubs and, and talking about my experiences. I found it yeah, really easy.
0: Sick, man. A bit of training up in Milton yeah. Keynes that yeah. paid off again. So, I mean,
1: it all, it all comes back. It's
0: amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking nuts. the shit we can pick up on, man, through these mad little adventures we yeah. go on. Because it seems like it's empty. seems like you're doing nothing. Yeah. You're making a bit of money doing youth club shit. Little do you know how invaluable yeah. that is.
1: Yeah, I massively believe in fates. So I think... Yeah? I little thing that I did helped me in this massive...
0: Mm. I'm... Before. Butterfly effect for me. Yeah. Basically. Butterfly effect is what I think is... I think. Um, <clears throat> so, but you do run into another court case.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, not for a while though.
0: Yeah, did you carry on painting though? Not. Not straight away.
1: Not straight away. That's a lie. So, I think the day that I got off that curfew, yeah, I went and did my first train. Of course you did. And that was, <laughs> that was like in tribute of another friend that had gone to prison. So, and he was the youngest one in our crew. Mm-hmm. So we we did this like free that person sort of thing. Yeah. And then I think I calmed down for a couple of months, and then I just fell straight back
0: into it. You know, I heard about that panel. Did you? Yeah, I just as you just said that as that. Like, yeah. oh, I think I heard yeah. about that little journey. Yeah,
1: he's the youngest one. i the
0: great boy, and I heard that heard you about know what that panel.
1: Actually, because I bumped into two, two or three people at that spot. Okay. They were sat in the bushes waiting to paint.
0: Yeah.
1: Me. Okay. And then okay. We come walking
0: down. Yeah. And they're like, it. <laughs> boom." So, but you—that was it. You just you wanted to get that one done at yeah. that time and carry on what pursuing this photography, yeah, looking into that world a yeah. bit more.
1: And, well, I also had like an art mentor, so as well as wicked through this cast of trust. Not only did they, you know, employ me, yeah, they were like, we also want you to have a mentor. And this person, she take me to a gallery shows. She was well connected. With the right. What world. was this
0: meetup up every week type of shit?
1: Every two weeks.
0: Amazing. And
1: yeah whatever I wanted help with she helped me with for how long I could have done it for as long as I
0: wanted man that is that's dope yeah
1: this is another thing it was amazing I was so like, lucky to have that but again I didn't realize yeah again I was just like it's not the right time so I stuck to it for about three four months and then I was just like I can't commit to this anymore mm.
0: The committing to that, was it because you wanted to just crack on with everything else you were doing? And it was a bit jarring to...
1: There was a few things. I think I weren't established in in what I was doing in terms of photography. Yeah. I was still learning. I was still teaching myself what what to do and I don't think she could help with that. Right. So I thought, I didn't know what she could do for me anymore other than take me to exhibitions.
2: Yeah.
0: Which is nice. Which It was nice. Lovely eye-opening, I mean, yeah. all of that. But there are only so many, especially in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Every two weeks, I get it, love. All right. I've yeah. done it to my son, actually. <laughs> I've really, I burnt him out quick yeah. time. Like. <laughs> um, so what led you there, then? What was you, the photography and then...
1: So throughout that whole time that I started painting trains, I started you know, focusing more on the photography as well. Mm-hmm. And I just think photography ended up taking over and...
0: Were you setting yourself little projects? Like, was that the key of it, or was it just continuously yeah, taking photos? Or were you like, it was I want to. Con-
1: street stuff. Mm-hmm. Before I started out, you know, obviously documenting graph, yeah. documenting what all me and my mates were getting up to. Yeah. And then it was just taking portraits of people I thought were interesting. Mm-hmm. And then it moved on to like homeless people mm-hmm. and all of their stories, getting to know them. Like, I've become quite deeply involved in that. I okay. Used to just spent hours. Just talking with homeless people, amazing, and taking their portraits, and just getting this intimate view of, of how they ended up where they were, and you know how they're going to get out of it, and all of that. And amazing, I, man. I loved it, and yeah, then I started documenting their tattoos a lot, mm-hmm. and it all it started there, but I don't know, it didn't it didn't last that long. Mm. Because, you know, other people started doing it, and I was just like, right, I'm going to switch this up now. I'm going to see if I can switch this focus of portraiture on, on men, because it was mainly homeless men that I was photographing, to the beauty of women. Mm-hmm. I was like, how can I now change this? But I built up this portfolio of portraits, and I sent that to people, and they're like, okay, you're obviously good with a camera. Mm-hmm. I'll let you take a photo of me.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, it changed.
0: Just pure decisions. And what? who are you sending these friends?
1: Um, so it started off by photographing like, Girlfriends and girls uh-huh. that I'd, I'd seen or whatever, and then it quickly evolved to photographing women that I'd seen on the internet, like models, like up and coming models, really. Mm-hmm.
0: And just reaching out to them and yeah, saying, just, "I'd love to work with you." And what was your subject matter? Like, what was were um, they portraits? I
1: guess it started off as portraits and a bit more fashion. Really, uh-huh. I'd say that's how it how it began.
0: Mm-hmm. And. Whilst this is happening, and you're fine tuning and all that type of stuff, and finding your lane there. Yeah. You walk into a case. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I can't remember how this case began.
2: That
1: was- oh yeah, well, I do. Good point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I needed that little nudge. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, when I was in prison the first, the yeah, the first time. Yeah. Uh, I was writing to other crewmates, uh-huh. you know, and I'd said certain things to them nothing too bad I was just like look while I'm in here you know it's your responsibility to sort whatever out basically Um, and I was still saying things like oh you lot keep smashing it do you know what I mean like yeah and then anyway I think it was two years later once I got out so yeah so when I was about 23 they raided my mate that I'd been writing letters to and that's because he was just he was very active do you know what I mean and he ended up no longer caring about having his face covered. He just got a bit reckless. Right, okay. I don't know why, but he just... That's the way he went. He just went very reckless. Mm -hmm. Smashed it nonetheless. I can't take anything Mm -hmm. away from him. I rate him. But unfortunately, he still had those letters that I wrote from prison. And, you know, they went through all of his paperwork and they found these letters that I wrote. And where they basically said, that from the day that I went into prison, a new case had started... Because I was continuing to conspire from prison, <laughs> so they said that what happened was where I was the leader of the crew, I'd handed down leadership to this person, like like it's some mad organized gang.
0: So nuts to think that we've actually got real organized gangs in this city, yeah, yeah, they're and they're wasting their time with you. And I know they're doing their job and they're getting yeah. those gangs as well. But come on, why are you these officers shouldn't be here? No, they shouldn't. Go and find the heroin and yeah. the crack this is, and this the guns. Is the problem.
1: And they're saying that there's no funding for police at the moment. Of yeah. course there is. If they can afford the funding to come and... Well,
0: surely this becomes personal. Yeah. These officers are deciding, we want to do a graphic case. Yeah. This kid here, we've got... And we can get another charge here because of this. And yeah. we've got him. He's on exactly. our fucking... He's on our rod. We've got him. So they pulled that into in front of a judge and what would they
1: say? So yeah, I again, I was, I was raided out of the blue. So two years of nothing thinking it's all over thinking it's all unless you run about.
0: into it there and like yeah. in, in yeah, everyday life
1: I'm I'm clean now it's yeah. all good and then yeah another knock at the door at 6 in the morning and raided again and I was just like are you fucking kidding I just me I said I was like because I know the officers by their first yeah. name yeah. where they've raided me so much yeah like I've been raided I think 20, 25 times
3: Jesus over man
1: years. so I remember just being like Matt what what are you doing here it's like I've yeah. stopped you know I've stopped which I hadn't,
2: but
1: I knew that I'd been so careful. So like there was no tins left at the scene. Yeah. Always wiped down, face was always covered. I I knew there was no way that they'd.
0: You were being really careful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was no phone conversations. didn't have a phone. Yeah. There was nothing that they could pin me on that. And then he's like, he went here and I'm not head of this case. He's like, it's an up north case. I don't know what's going on. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, this isn't this isn't up to me. I don't wanna be here. Oh shit. Um and yeah, I remember he took me to the station, didn't ask for a solicitor, did no comment interview, let me straight out. He was just like, You don't have to sit in a cell to do an interview, I'll let you straight back out. And he did. And then, you know, I was on bail again for what, two years? What?
0: Yeah, I was on bail for two years. Another
1: full stop on your life. And there was no evidence on me. The only evidence there was, was these two letters.
0: And that didn't even, the letters didn't even.
1: Oh yeah. And like on my blog, like I said, I documented all of the stuff that I used to do. Nothing, never documented the trains and all that on the internet. But I, I used to document like the abandoned buildings that I paint. Uh-huh. There was this railway arch that I painted in Manchester that's covered in graffiti. But where they've gone on my blog, they've seen this piece of graffiti that's on a railway arch and they've been like, we know where that is. And even though it's painted by so many other people, they tried to do like a criminal damage charge for that as well. So it was literally one railway arch and two-
0: Which two already damage. had layers of paint on. Yeah. <coughs> but they won. They
1: won it, yeah. Why, how? So I, I did this time have a very, very good barrister, but he was just like, with all of my convictions already for graffiti, and the letter very clearly yeah. saying, you know, mm. the leadership's passed on to you or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember what his phrase like. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was like, the jury are really going to struggle to be like, this isn't a conspiracy. He's like, your phone is in every, your number's in every single one of your friend's phones. Your, there's self site analysis of all of those. Yeah. From Manchester, coming to London, and there was cell site analysis of me living in Manchester because this is when I lived on the boat up there. Oh, right. So you were, okay. There was cell site of me living in Manchester. Yeah. But no cell site of me going to any of the yards. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I got... They were beaten. on it. Yeah. And I, I, again, I got the biggest sentence. At least damage, and I got another two years.
0: Does that mean a year? You're um, facing a year on good behaviour?
1: So, in theory... You do a quarter.
0: Mm. You do
1: six months.
0: Six months,
2: three months you yeah.
0: Okay. Before you go to prison, well, just so before you go to prison for this third time, yeah. Um, you get what you.
1: So yeah, I was, I was commissioned to to photograph Vivian Westbrook. And how did that come about? So, with big thanks to my girlfriend. Brilliant. She's a very good talker. Well, actually, you know what? It's, again, a little stroke of fate. Yeah. So, I ended up... She ended up matching someone on Tinder, another girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you should go on a date with her.
0: Are you two together at the time? Yeah. And that's cool. All right. Yeah, I was just like, you
1: you should go on a date with this girl. Yeah. She looks cool. She sounds interesting. Yeah. So, just roll with it. Um... So I did, and they were, you were invited to the Vivian Muscle party, and then
0: through this girl,
1: no, this through is really another girl. Talk.
0: Yeah, yeah, talk. Come forward though.
3: So my friend, who's like really into fashion, actually the girl that set us up for the first, uh-huh. she's a paint maker a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said to me, Vivian muscle has got a party at the Box in Soho. I yeah. don't know if we'll get in, but we'll go and see what happens." So I'm. Um, Maybe two bottles per second leave is great. Right. Um and I'm outside showing off, I'm on, sitting in the splits on top of this girl's face. <laughs> um and a woman comes down and she goes, Yeah, you two look fabulous. In fact you're all know, three do we come to the party, so we get like dragged into this party. Are you dirty? he's not? No, no. Okay, I'll so on tag. Yeah, are
0: you on tag you're I'll going nowhere. No. no, it's just before you're inside babe. What's that? I was on a curfew, I
3: couldn't
0: there was no, something.
3: You were inside, I was on a date, you weren't invited.
1: But why is that at home?
3: Because you weren't invited, it on a date. Okay, can't take on. your boyfriend to a date, yeah. can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we get kind of pulled in and it turns out this woman... I'm one finished. Is, Good lad. Thanks, Louis. Um, it turns out that this woman is the art director of Vivian Westwood. Um, and we get talking and at the time I was working for like an art advertising agency. So okay. So i kind of said that maybe... Westwood would be a good match for, yeah. But in the back of my head, I've got his photography work. We meet up for a coffee, maybe two days later. I show him that she show her Kieran's portfolio, and she's like, This stuff is amazing. Let's get talking, and we get to know her a bit. We go out for a couple of drinks, um, and basically, they loved his work. In, well, in again.
0: So, yeah. but quickly, before that happens. When you were put, thinking all that shit, you still... When you had that meeting, the second meeting, and you showed the portfolio, were you kind of like, yeah, we'll talk about the work I do, but you should look at this? Yeah, was that? Sorry. It was more like, yeah. I'm going to get Kieran in, okay. but I understand I've got a role to play and I need to, you know... Yeah, I, yeah.
3: Showed, I kind of spoke about how you could do some innovative advertising as well. Exactly, you, yeah. also... Check spoke, this out. Yeah, check this brilliant. out. Kind of as an end comment. Yeah, and brilliant. That the thing that held interest. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. What I was That's the shit, man. So real it's, art. Yeah. yeah
2: it was
0: good. Not to diminish your work. I don't mean to say real art, to diminish no, your work. But you know what I mean? But core, you know what I mean? When, Especially when someone in her position can touch something without anyone in between. You know what I mean? Not three layers of agency yeah, yeah. and all that type of shit.
1: Agency, yeah, never been involved in agencies, just do what I want to do, really. Boom!
0: And so, you go meet this woman, you have a couple of coffees with her, cocktails, uh, yeah, cocktails. So, yeah,
1: nice, we went out for cocktails, had a, had a business meeting and a meal, mm. loads of cocktails, didn't we? Nice, we um, yeah, nice. showed even more work, didn't we, with third, the third meeting, yeah. So, we brought the that
3: laptop with us, um, yeah,
1: we prepared things that we thought that she should see, uh-huh. and then. Not long after that, she was like, right, I want you to come into the office so you can see the new collection. And she was like, I want you to photograph the new collection. So initially, that's what I thought I'd be doing. I'd be working as one of the photographers. Yeah. gonna photograph, yeah, this new collection. But it didn't work out that way then. We were just like, oh, not really heard from her for a while. Like, what's going on? And then out of the blue, she was like, right, you need to come to London Fashion Week and you need to photograph the men's collection. She was like, "Come backstage and photograph all of the men's men's collection backstage." So I did that, and that was like a week before. Yeah, like like yeah, it was like a test sort of yeah. thing. I think. And she, yeah, I was just thrown in the deep end. I didn't know what to do. I've never shot in I've that. Never been in that I was just position. Like, no. Oh my god, that scared me.
0: What were you using? I
1: was shooting film the whole Wicked, time. Yeah. Like, that's all I shoot. Yeah. And I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what to bring, but yeah ended up with some good photos and sent them back to her and she was like okay cool they liked them and we didn't hear anything for a while again
3: it was maybe like two three weeks and then i got a text like when you come to paris do you guys want to come and we were like damn right
1: (laughs) so then yeah she's like right you're going to be photographing backstage with, with vivian westwood and andreas confala and you'll be yeah, documenting the whole behind the scenes, which has never been done before. Oh my God! Thought, wow! Again, I was just like, "What? Why me? I don't know what I'm doing." And I was so—I thought I felt so out of my depth, And I felt—I really did. It was one of the first times I was like, "I actually—I'm not comfortable here." But you did it. But I did it, and they were so happy with it.
0: What made you do it do you think whilst you were there like do you know what was fueling that can you remember what you felt like like apart from what you just said which is
1: i knew i could do it
0: you knew like, yeah
1: again there was there was some limitations you know it's like i'm under pressure to provide what they want yeah rather than what i do what i do yeah or you thought that was the yeah. case at least
0: yeah you were thinking i've got a supply to a client yeah yeah because
1: there were set targets there were you know, yeah you need to photograph headpiece specifically on its own okay. or you need to Yeah. Um, I don't know just show off the shoes in this shot so there were targets yeah. I had to meet but then I was also allowed to be as creative as I wanted to as well so, sick
2: sick found some strength from crackdown yeah.
1: and you know I had the pleasure of meeting Rita Aurora <laughs> yeah and Pamela Anderson <laughs> nice so I,
0: you take photos of them
1: yeah I took photos of both of them Bam. which was you know cool especially Pamela Anderson
2: nice
0: I'm
1: very happy my childhood loves. <laughs>
0: Brilliant, man. But you come back to the, London.
1: Uh yeah, so that was a literally a month before I went to prison.
0: And you knew this case was coming. No, you didn't. You didn't know, did you? This is... well,
1: at this time, I knew. Oh right, I, like I knew that there was a court case coming up. Yeah. And I knew that I had very limited time As we said we don't know. if I'd hundred percent be able to do Paris because we didn't didn't know what was going on with the dates. Yeah. But then, luckily. Yeah the court case ended up being postponed. Oh, bless him. So if that weren't postponed, I wouldn't have done Paris. I wouldn't, wouldn't have had that.
0: Amazing. But then yeah. Great work, man. Great work. A
1: month later, I was in the dock again. Yeah.
0: So another six months? Yeah. And three months tag. Where'd you go?
1: Well, it was two years reduced to 18 months. Yeah. And then I ended up serving just six months and then three months tag. And where did you go? This time I was up north. Yeah. So I was in Strangeways.
0: Oh yeah. shit, man! <laughs> Another notorious. This scrub jail. wasn't fucking bad enough. Yeah, Strange ways. You kidding me?
1: Scrubs and Strange Ways three very notorious London, well, English jails.
0: Yeah. What the fuck was? Was that different? It was. Is it different to Scrubs?
1: It. It's the same. You know, it's the same sort of building, but yeah. it's obviously more notorious because of. You know, it's prisoners. Yeah. The strange way riots. Yeah, yeah. And some of the people that have been there you know, yeah. there's been some crazy, mad people. Been in there. Been there yeah. The last hanging was in strange ways. Yeah. Um.
0: Did you and, know anyone? Did you meet people up there? Is it
1: again? Did you just went, make friends. So I went down with mates again. Okay. Five or six of us went. to prison. Oh
0: yeah, it was a lot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: you know, two of them got time served because they've been in there on remand, so they they walked pretty much. Mm. And then, yeah. Two of the others one got charged just for criminal damage, so he walked and just got community order. Um, another one who was a bit younger than us he walked because uh, he's the carer for his mum mm. so he had to just you know do community service and mm-hmm. all of that stuff and then three of us still had to serve our whole sentences. Um, yeah so I went in with, with you know two of my good mates and when I went down I went down. Again smiling, I just held my head up high. I wasn't yeah. going to let them take that away from me. You know, all the boys walked down, not upset, but do you know what I mean? A bit fearful, but of I've, I've been there before. Yeah, I've, I've done that and I just looked towards my girlfriend and just blew her a kiss and smiled. You know, and she did the same back.
0: It's telling you We're I got you them, and you're yeah, good.
1: Both knew we just had to hold it down.
0: Um, amazing.
1: Um, yeah, when went through the doors and I, I went to my mate. as was like I told you I'll get the biggest sentence again.
0: Like I knew it. Well, um, so you, you've been picked on a bit it seems, right? Do you think race could be part of any of this? Or have you experienced racial problems of any of this?
1: Uh, I think race is, has come into play forever. Like, Rice Lips quite a predominantly white area. Where you're from, yeah. So, uh, I wouldn't say I've been picked on but I'd say I've definitely been targeted by... Different people, especially police.
0: Yeah, I was going to say not only the police, other people ah, as well. People as well. The yeah. area,
1: like when I was a kid, walking past any any of the pubs on a Friday night, there'd be some sort of racist abuse hold at me.
0: Was it the same for your dad?
1: Yeah, my dad had it as well. Yeah, I've heard stories of, of the things that my dad went through as well.
0: Did was he from that area or?
1: He was from like more Hayes. Okay. Yeah. Hayes and Southall.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um fucking oh man and so with the police you think um, do you think any of any race played any part in the graffiti dealings you had with the police what?
1: um i'm not too sure i think it i obviously think it does in terms of the judge
0: oh, and yeah.
1: the cps mm-hmm. but not necessarily the actual officers that were dealing no with okay um I think so
0: when it gets to that stage, the CPS and the judge—they're thinking about statistics and yeah, what they're told are statistics. That's I think is yeah, and there's their racist statistics. Th- yeah, yeah,
1: I don't think the British Transport Police picked on me because of the colour. I, I do think CPS did, but Met Police have definitely targeted me for colour. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: So you don't think BTP have?
1: I no, I don't. I suppose they're, pre- but, they're
0: preoccupied with.
1: But I am easier to recognise because there aren't as many black writers out there. Yeah. So I am. Yeah, I'm a known face to them. It's not hard to remember my face. No, that's
0: true. A million others could walk past. Yeah, um, but the Met Police—it's not even a question. You—you you think straight-up racists.
1: My first run in with Met Police, you know, I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, and I think three or four of us had decided to say to our mums, are, I'm going to stay at this person's house, you know, yeah. and do an all-nighter." The old trick. I don't know why. That's what you do, man. I what we're doing.
0: You learn the trick and it's you try stupid. it. But yeah, yeah.
1: We yeah. did that. There was like, we'd read in the newspaper that there was like a curfew in the area. Uh-huh. Kids couldn't be out past a certain time. So when we saw police, we were like, we have to hide and have to run. Yeah. So we end up seeing this police car. We hid behind another car, got chased, um, and ran down this private road. And it was me and my mate Alex at the time. And I just remember this police car pulling up and I've just been grabbed by the police, and I'm, while I'm getting grabbed, they're going, could you please step against the car to my mate, who's white, you know? And me, they've just dragged, smashed my head up against the car, like kicking me in the fires, you know what I mean?
0: Just, and just tells your mate, you stand mate, there. Just,
1: you stand there, and then there's me with my arm, arms behind my back. Pushed up as far as you can go. With my face, like up against the roof, you know? And that, was, that was my first ever experience of police.
0: And, and
1: they just went on from there I'd, that weren't the first i've many experiences like that
0: do you think in time i kind of just chuck that on you but like do you think in time you might be able to think about your experiences with the police in all aspects and make a decision on whether you think they're racist or not like definitively because um, i'm not look, i'm not saying i'm not cosigning what they did to you that's an obviously no, that course. just sounds it sounds to me like they, that i went I told you earlier, I hung out in South Kilburn, they were my yeah. boys. I was the only... I'm half Irish, half Egyptian, but I, let's not lie, I'm white. Yeah. Compared to my black people, I'm a white kid. Yeah. The amount of time shit went down and I'd get left alone. Yeah,
1: it's it's always like that. I, I really think it is. Left alone. Racist. We could
0: be in a complete group, whether it's police or normal people on the street. Yeah,
1: but this thing it's, not, it's never been something I've ever thrown out there. I've never been to police, like, you're racist. I've never, you know, I've just... I've accepted it, sort of thing, and I've just had to deal with it. I'm not going to, and I've never used that to my advantage. I'm never going to put that on anyone. I'm just going to, whatever, I'm
0: just going to roll with it. Why don't you use your advantage? Why roll with it?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I'm don't just... mean to be antagonistic, yeah, no, but of course. I'm just,
1: because um, it's just it's, it's, it it's injustice, not justice, it's, in, it's injustice. You
0: know
1: yeah. what, how am I going to do that? I think you need. Most of the time, you need money to do, deal with these
0: situations. You know what? Your response to me just—I tell you what—it sounds super strong. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're like, oh well, you nice. know, it's, it's life. You're just like, I never okay. Never want to be a victim. Yeah. yeah. You, I don't think you even. Yeah. The, the, I I don't feel any air of that from you. That's for no. sure. But you. But I'm not. I'm not saying this. You're not. You're not being cocky. You just seem to. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, that ain't worth. That's not worth the stress. No, uh, that that is what it is. It's not worth the stress. I can deal. With, I've got other things to deal with. I can deal with other things. Yeah. That need to waste my time on this. I can address it. I wonder if you're going to think about it more as time goes on. And yeah. God forbid you have another run in. Well,
1: let's hope not.
0: But um, so look after that. After coming out of there, your last sentence. Your six months, three months on tag. Yeah. You've got this Vivian Westwood experience behind you. Yeah. You're back with your girl. Well,
1: my photography the whole time. Before I went to prison, I was doing really well, mm. and then...
0: In what way? What were you doing? Apart uh, from Vivian? Getting a following? like social media, Yeah, my following was really... And know, people were liking what they were seeing? Yeah, yeah and brilliant. I was
1: getting asked to do interviews here and there. And nice. You know, asked to shoot for different brands or whatever.
0: People yeah. wanted to know what you were doing, yeah. what you were about.
1: And then, obviously, that got cut off. Yeah. That stopped. But, I was very lucky. Again, my girlfriend ended up taking over my whole social media. Um, it's something we've discussed before, and we had this whole strategy, basically, to, to keep you know the London Vagabond alive.
0: When did you come up with that name?
1: Um, I think three and a half years ago. When maybe? you were like,
0: I'm, I'm going to be a photographer, and yeah, this is what I the mean. name's going to be. Brilliant.
1: I never thought I want to be a photographer.
0: But you put that name to the photography you well, were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm going to start showing this off now.
0: Yeah, wicked. Okay, cool. So
1: yeah and then my girlfriend started pushing that and me being in prison only added to like the mystery of of the London vagabond. you know Mm -hmm. no one at that point I had no pictures of myself no there was none um you didn't know if I was a man woman like if I was old if I was young there was nothing to to say who I was so and then me going to prison I guess it unveiled who I
0: was mm. but it still added more mystery to yeah, yeah. and it was like how's this Instagram still alive how's you know we'd met I know we'd met and I, I, I remember you now right? but at the time I didn't know I knew you mm. and yeah you're right it was boom it was like uh, sick I, t- no, I tell you what it was a bit sad because it was like fuck this guy was killing it and now he's this fucking horrible f- I didn't know I couldn't remember. all I knew is you'd gone inside for a graph I might have known more at the time whether I remember that point of. but it was yeah there was this whole thing it was like this kid was on his way yeah. in this creative route and he's getting dragged back for this yeah, and up. it formed this amazing like
1: I was so scared I was like I'm finally you know I'm not doing graph as much anymore and I'm finally pushing myself in, in a positive creative way and it's being stripped from me mm. like I had letters to the judge from the creative director of Vivian Westwood saying that I'm going to be employed further by them and that they can see me doing really well in what I'm doing and that there's no need for me to be in prison. Like disregarded. I, you know, I, I wrote a letter to the judge saying that...
0: My dreams and aspirations.
1: Yeah, saying my, my dreams and aspirations, but not only that, saying that the only the only way for me to stop graffiti is by choosing that myself. Mm. I was like, no prison sentence can stop that. Mm. And I'm finally at a stage where I've found the way to stop doing this. Yeah.
0: And he didn't listen.
1: He, 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 he did take a long time to decide. He took, he done a half an hour, an hour, reading over all of these letters, but he still come back with the decision that prison was the best option because I've been there before.
0: If this has got anything to do with money, what the fuck are these people doing, man? You could have been out there making tax money.
1: Yep. But instead,
0: constantly- and 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 fucking good tax money that could have led. I'm not to say it won't that Shit, you, you still got the same skills, yeah. but the point is, on that run, you could have made them some tax money instead. They went and spent 30 grand on you, exactly, chucking you inside.
1: I Dickheads, mean, it's just stupid. Prison in, in general, stupidness, it's just like it's a holding zoo instead of
0: there's no rehabilitation, you know, not there's nothing
1: rehabilitating people or retraining.
0: People. No, there's nothing, nothing, man, nothing. And again, it's because it's come down to business, it's resources, yeah. they're, well, they're it's, not spent. The money's there, we've got the money you don't spend it
1: no but it's also free labour
0: yes exactly well that's the key label. to it isn't it yeah that's the key to it man
1: it does help on the country in certain ways
0: yeah well I know it does a lot it does a lot but it, surely you can still do that if they can give they can still give the prisoners more they can still put more into it they can still yeah. put rehabilitation in they there they yeah we I'm not you need prisons man people are fucking up yeah, out there There
1: are do you know what I mean? And, you know, there are some people you wouldn't want out. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's definitely some people that should not be out yeah. in this. You know, and
0: that shit has to be catered for. But come yeah. on, man, there's a, there's a way to do this. Exactly. Where were we? We were, you you come back out. Your feet, you felt scared when you went in about, fuck, I'm gonna lose this shit. Yeah. I was, but you've got an amazing strong woman standing behind you, holding you up.
1: I was mad lucky for. Yeah. You
0: know. I've um, got one, man, they're amazing. When you get one, keep yeah, them, they're I mean, dope.
1: She stresses me out.
0: Good. A lot. Yeah, that's, that's called keeping on your toes. But yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, she's done a hell of a lot for me. Brilliant. And you know what? When I went inside, my Instagram just continued to go. And blew. With, yeah. Like under her guidance, it just blew up. Mm. And, you know, I had, I don't know what, 100. 100- 150 undeveloped roles of film. Nice. I'd made sure the whole time to shoot as much as possible. Every yeah. Day I was like, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, shooting. Yeah. Because I wanted this massive backlog yeah. to be developed while I'm away. Mm-hmm. And yeah. To continue new content being put out there. Yeah.
0: Boom. Clever. Well,
1: thank
3: you to the people that have support that as well. Nothing. Yeah, no, obviously.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they
3: and like, yeah that, got that's
1: true. That's another thing. A lot of people. You know, did a GoFundMe for for me being inside. There was a lot of people supporting me. Um, Amazing. And I couldn't have even afforded to get all those roles developed. But because of the people that follow me and support me, I, I managed to. Like, so Dope. I've got to thank everybody that helped
0: me out there, you know. Kept that portfolio going. Yeah, no,
1: they did. Massively.
0: What and did you do when you got out?
1: Straight back to photography. I'm, and I'm, I moved in with my girlfriend. Yes. And, you know, her child, which is... Been very interesting.
0: Brilliant. Completely yeah. new life.
1: Completely new life. Thrown in the deep end. Scarier than.
0: How old are now. you now? When did you come out? How old were you when you came out?
1: So, how long have you been out for? Been
0: out for yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, under yeah. a year,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I've only it's been out for nine months now.
3: Yeah, but like 10 months, so
0: we're out. Oh fucking hell, man! Yeah. That's like ten years. Ten years of you achieved a lot. Yeah. A lot of bullshit in there, man. A lot of well, time. Yeah,
1: if you add it all up, it's been. So I've, I've had two prison sentences of two years each. So that's four years of bullshit.
0: Plus um, the plus the run up.
1: Plus, yeah, all the build up. Yeah, like all that. the build up to them. And then I did two and a half years on tag yeah. for that for the afraid case. It's pretty much
0: half half the half of the last ten years has been spent dealing with these people.
1: Dealing with police and dealing with court cases and still trying to be creative and. In my art.
0: And how do you feel the future's looking now? Do you see your future? I mean, I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm not, I not mean, professing like, I'm going to do this with my life. No, I don't please. mean that. But I mean, you're now not just thinking of lunch and dinner. No. You're thinking about something you could shoot in two weeks' time. Yeah. A month's time. Now, Who could I contact?
1: Now is you know, I've produced my first scene this year Boom. which i've been wanting i've been wanting to do that for about six years but Boom. never had the money or you know yeah time ever, or the time <laughs> yeah. exactly but yeah finally produced that and we sold out the first one we sold out within 24 hours which is what 150 copies? Oh, gee. yeah 150 copies oh, gee. And it sold out in less than 24 hours and then we did a second edition of it which was only i think 60 copies yeah and that sold out in less than half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: Madness!
1: Not, less than half an ding, hour. Ding, ding, so, ding, ding, And ding. that, you know what? That was the most humbling thing out of all of this. Like followers don't really matter, but when when you see someone willing to part with money for your art, it's incredible. And I was so scared again. I was like, I'm putting out this scene but no
0: one's gonna buy it. <laughs> This fear, you've mentioned that twice now. You didn't mention scare at any other thing you've spoken no. about, not once. No. So the only thing you've really been worried about is I, I found something I really love in this photography. Yeah. It's really fragile.
1: Yeah, it's a fear of failure in that.
0: You're scared of failure.
1: In that sense, yeah. But you went exactly. and painted
0: all those chains and you didn't feel the same. No. no. So that means the failure doesn't mean nothing. No. Doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. Fuck failure. Well, I've, I've boom. Seen this before, but like, Enjoy it. Learn no, from it.
1: Want, I don't want to put out a book
0: that's not going to sell, bro. Do it.
1: No, obviously,
0: put a I book am. out and it doesn't sell, it's fine.
1: No, I know, I know, I know because what I've always said
0: uh, it's good you've got this thing, yeah. Because you're, you're going to be careful when, like, you're going to think about what you're going to release and put out, and you're yeah. going to because you want it to be the best it possibly exactly. can be. But every trip up is, boom, know, of
1: course, it's something you love, yeah. On. Boom, and again, I know you know that it's another step, yeah. As we said
0: earlier, yeah. I find it funny that you've only said that word twice, yeah. And yes, oh, both wow. times have been involved in photography. Yeah. And I, I find it's, I think it's brilliant because you're holding it with kid gloves. You're yeah. really like, this is precious. It is. This is really precious. precious.
1: But then also on the flip side, I have always said that, you know, my work is very provocative. Yeah. And it's very in your face. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be a hell of a lot of people that do not like it.
0: All right, quickly tell me about this. What This vibe you've, this, your, your work, what is it?
1: My work, as I just said, it, it is, extremely provocative a lot of the time yeah. but it's not just that it's a mixture of many things mm-hmm. sometimes it can be extremely beautiful mm-hmm. and technically brilliant to blow my own trumpet I guess no it's fine do it you know, technically yeah. I know what I'm doing with a camera yeah. and you know I read the light about light meters I'm shooting old film and I'm just trying to create something beautiful in one minute but then that's in a day then in the evening, I'm out just for a point and shoot and I'm photographing, you know, girls pissing in the street. And it is in people's
0: faces. Are you choosing, like, is probably not the right word. I don't mean to say no, vulgar, but I mean, yeah. People. Within that world, that family of where that word comes yeah. from, you're, you're delving in there and shooting yeah, that type of stuff. Definitely. And so what, is there a crossover at all with, like, could that work crossover? It, hang on. Was that work, did that work, was that type of work shown to Vivian Westwood's people? Yes. Yeah. she saw it all. Wicked. That and so it. they knew exactly what you were about, yeah. but they knew you were obviously going to tone it down because this yeah. is, what, this is what's course. available to you in this space. Yeah. Do your job with this. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you can adapt, you yeah, can. Yeah, I wondered, because I'm just wondering now, if that was your work now, all right. Yeah. So you want a very unique... But... Yeah. With,
1: like with the Vivian Westwood things, I definitely, I tailored my portfolio to them, but... Yeah, you have, you have
0: to. That, yeah,
1: There was still, you know, masturbation, there was still a lot of
0: new, But you, I mean, look, yeah, you've got to do that. My portfolio is massive, it's really wide, various different things, are wide, I? various things, Yeah, and every time a certain client comes up, a cherry pick. You don't need to see the lot, yeah, exactly. you cherry pick, yeah, and so that's what you did for well, the I Vivian. Think
1: that's what you should do with, with your art anyway, you yeah. never put it all out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's nice to hold little things back. Yeah. Some of my best work, this think thing, hasn't been seen. Yeah.
0: It's, People it's don't see, see my artwork, there. man. I don't show anyone my artwork. I
1: I've, no, I've not seen yours for a while. No, I you've got
0: know. no one's going to see it. I'm, I'm not, not ready. I'm not. After 40 is when I'm going to start yeah. that shit. I see, do it now, but I don't. feel precious with it too. I'm very precious. But the thing is, bear in mind, though, man. I've sold over a thousand paintings of my yeah. own when I had yeah. the gallery. I was, my name's out there on canvases. I'm, they, not. I'm not proud of them. Sorry if you own one, but I'm not really proud of them because I did them all for money. Yeah. The work I produce now, what I'm trying to produce now, is for me. Is yeah. my art, which this is what you do. This is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Like a lot of the work that I produce is for me. Mm, and brilliant. And it makes me happy. Yeah. So when other people do buy it, I'm like, this is amazing.
0: Yeah. That's <clears throat> We said the word vulgar, and I don't. As I said, I don't mean it in that sense, but. Your work is obviously, sex is a big part of it. Yeah. 100%. And not, not like you've got like every shot's people fucking, that doesn't no. make sense, but there's a sex vibe to it all. Yeah, what, definitely. And you mentioned earlier about your girlfriend going out on a date. Yeah. All right, cool. I've never, I'm, I'm not like that. <laughs> I, I might well be, I don't know, but I've never even tried that, so yeah. I don't know. But so you, what, what, um, what are you like with all that? Because if you're come, you, you take these types of photos, you've got this, I'm not saying you've got an open relationship, but there's something... That allows some type of freedom somewhere like that. Yeah, most definitely. What is that about you? Right.
1: I think people are always very intrigued about um, my relationship with my girlfriend and just my relationship with my work in general. Um so our relationship isn't open, first right. of all. It's it's open in a sense. Mm-hmm. We have our own rules and you know, sometimes people are invited into our relationship and that chops and changes always.
0: Experience is yeah. fine. As long as it's discussed, but experience is well, yeah. Right? yeah.
1: And we're constantly exploring together. Um, I'm totally submissive. Mm-hmm. So now that I've said that, when you look at my work in depth, you'll notice that a lot of the work is shot with the woman in power and that the woman, a hell of a lot of times, above me. And
0: I'm seeing all your work now, yeah. I, can I, picture I struggle
1: it. To, to direct sometimes. Where I'm submissive, I don't like telling women what to do. So sometimes I'll be in a shoot and it's like, I'll be scared to tell her sometimes. I'm, you know, I'm- getting,
0: So it's your idea. Yeah. But then you fall into this role yeah. and all of a sudden, you just have to work in yeah. ever sense and the directions all put control
1: on you. I everything that happens in the shoot. And most of the time, when we're shooting something that's fetish based, it will usually relate back to that person. Mm -hmm. it'll usually be something that they're personally into or something that they identify with yeah it's not always you know it's it's not staged no it's not put upon no a lot of it i like it to be real life yeah my work's real Mm -hmm. it's nothing more than than reality boom boom i thought you had something to say then no (laughs) it's not you'd like it to
0: be What's your, um, your next project, do you think you're going to... So you've done that zine. Yeah, so that's a great applause.
1: There's a few things in the pipeline at the moment. Um, so we're working on the second volume of that zine. Boom. Which is coming along pretty quick. Brilliant. I reckon that'll be out in the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then me and my girlfriend are also working on a video. So she does a lot of film mm-hmm. and we've started shooting thing on VHS. I nice. VHS, and it's like some of our personal life. So there's, you know, debauchery and all of that side. But then there's also the behind the scenes of the shoots, family life, there's everything. It's, it's very personal.
0: So is this going to be of a length?
1: We don't know yet.
0: Okay, cool. So at the minute, it's the opening of a project so and you're so like, we're going to explore with this medium.
1: So far, we've... Yeah, Yeah. it it will be a full feature. Yeah, because you're
0: making a lot of content.
3: Hours of content. Amazing. And we're not, nowhere
1: near that. No, we've shot something like seven or eight whole tapes.
0: And this ties into um, you as a London vagabond, but also your whole relationship, and then you as your own love and the things you do. Mm. So you're bringing it all together. all combined. As I said, it's extremely personal.
3: Feels like a like a visual variety of rats and Walls, like so. Rats and rats and Walls, which was the first scene, yeah, was a documentation of every. Like the first one was only photographs in our flat when Kim was on tag, mm-hmm. So the second one again has been in the confines of our own space, and a lot of the film. It's been, I think we're going to maybe play the idea of being called rats and Walls as well, but like a different yeah. thing because it has been
1: birthed from Long. the confinement of being you know on tag and, and, and what can and we the do and,
3: yeah. <laughs> like when we moved into this house like we're living in this pretty world pretty sure there are rats right, in the walls in East London and we were like there is scratching there's rats in these walls fucking <laughs> like, sick title as well like that. yeah so it's real and rats and I mean, everything that we film everything that like we work on is real like that's the most I think being genuine and being honest yeah within our work and what we make. And I think it'd be
1: nice for people to see how those relationships are formed. Because you'll see from the beginning that we met them. Yeah. Till when they leave our house.
3: And and then 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 having
1: dinner with,
0: you know. Louie. Yeah, (laughs) all of us, family. What's up, (laughs)
3: Louie?
0: We're only (laughs) going to be another like 10 minutes or so. We've (laughs)
3: been spoken about now. I think we've got this. We We mentioned you. Yeah, you been mentioned, we're talking about you right
0: now. Yeah, so you're in it. (laughs) Another 10 minutes or so, right?
3: The bit um, it's like six in the morning, and we've got Louis and Cleo wrapping rapping like Eminem and Tupac together. Yeah, and then just he goes to bed, and then there's a naked girl being shot. Like it's just, while he's asleep, right. know, it's very personal. But then his relationship and us trying to raise a child with like <laughs> being like sexual, like sexually positive, like the fact that look at a pair of breasts and they shouldn't be sexually Yeah, no, no this to walk into a living room and be like. Oh that girl's naked. Yeah. I don't care. But yeah. like, I'm gonna it's be my bedroom. Yeah,
1: yeah. A good way to, to raise a child, you know. To to, Mate, I, to be a normalised thing.
0: Any I think any culture at home, but anything that shows culture is amazing for a child. because they can because they're all the fucking same. They're all the same. The the thing we get out of each of these things is all we all get the same feelings. Do you know what I mean? So he can go off and figure out I know what culture is, I know how to build it, I know what I know what that is. I'm not I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Because it's all the same shit. Everything you took from graffiti, you took to photography. Well, two completely that's different what mediums. I was say. Yeah.
1: Me not caring about police, me not caring about the trouble I was gonna get in, me caring not caring about what people thought of the graph. That's how I look at my photography. Mm. Like, a lot of times like I don't care
0: but hang on right like, do you care now
1: I care about producing something that is gonna sell out
0: what about you do you care about you now
1: do I care about me uh, yeah a lot more, more than, than you have happy. done yeah I'm not saying a hundred
0: percent but
1: but I think that I still fight that battle a lot of the time yeah because I, I do miss doing the things that I did I, I definitely have an addiction
0: to mm. adrenaline. Um, Mate, I'll I tell you what though, man, it just, it just it te- gets replaced and you found such an amazing route for it yeah. to be replaced with. Like, and the speed will change. That's yeah, inevitable. 100%. And but it's, you, you, you have found the replacement yeah. and you, you'll be like sick. Those years were ill. I missed my years so much. Yeah. When I painted my, tra- my last train in 08, right, yeah. and there was a gap before that as well, but still trying to hold on. I did this last one and then I was like, no, I'm out. I'm really out. Yeah, that is the thing. And sure. it hurt. I try and
1: cling on. And it does, it does affect and hurt you.
0: But I've replaced all that shit. You've got to let and now up. I can look at that. I can look at those years and I'm so grateful for them. They're in a yeah. box and they're solid and they're untouchable yeah. and the memories are golden. And then I've got all this other shit that I've built off the, off the back of it. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? And I've got into and found and same as you, self-taught in all the shit I do. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: I, Boom. I learned everything myself.
0: Sick, I remember. But
1: then, yeah, what were you we saying? So, yeah, that's coming out. And then there's a zine coming out next month. Mm-hmm. with yeah. a New York um, publishing yeah? place called Boom. Paperwork NYC. Yeah, yeah, I've had them. They're ugh, fucking amazing. Mm. The people they work with, I've got a lot of respect for them. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing a zine with them. And... It's heavily female focused again, Brilliant. and it's in dedication to one of the women that I was working with. I I did I worked with her twice. I worked with her once properly. I worked with her I went to a brothel in Manchester, and she was one of you mm-hmm. know, one of the escorts that worked there. And I was invited to stay there for a week, but I didn't end up doing it. I, did, I only stayed there for like a few hours, hung mm-hmm. out with her, shot up, but really, really got on. We spoke on the internet for a while before it happening. Um, and then I went up again to see her again, and we had drinks and dinner and whatever, but she ended up killing herself not long after I got out of prison. Oh, man. So, yeah, she was someone that, she loved my work, loved it. And yeah, she sent me money into prison. She bought my zine. She, She, yeah, she always, always spoke to me. And yeah. She had
0: a battle with mental health and, you know, I don't really, don't
1: fully know what happened. But mental health is part of it. But yeah, it's 100% part of
0: it. So there's things Poor
1: dedicated
0: girl. to her. Brilliant. You know. Mate, sick journey. Partly horrific. Yeah. Let's be straight. You know I mean? I, I don't wish it on anyone. No. But you're, you're sitting here as a grown man having come through all that stuff and it sounds like you've got some good shit on your plate. And Thank you just setting yourself up right I, again man this is exactly what i love to talk about is you've gone from being in a culture to being a creative yeah and 100%. you've you know because of that culture
1: I, I don't know where i'd be without it no i would have been a lot more trouble it's crazy isn't it?
0: it's crazy
1: like as you said i think if we didn't have graph then we would probably be mm. in a very dark dark place
2: yeah
0: it's a it's a lifesaver man it really is and I think, Well, I think any culture is a lifesaver. That's the point. I think is any culture. I know I'm in here talking to a lot of writers, but that's my world. I want to talk to more people. And yeah. I want to know about people who are in other cultures. That... 100%. But it, the point is, and what we're trying to reaffirm here is, yeah, you know, what? Yeah, we're right, man. But Really appreciate that, well, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you thank very much. much thank you very much. Thank you very much as well. Lovely. Well, that was amazing. Another dope chat about culture and its influence. Kay's been really through it, but he's achieved so much and he's taken that same energy that he used in graffiti and has moulded it to be used in his photography. Ethos, achievement, learning and confidence, all those positive things we get from culture. He's on a great journey, and the story so far has had a great base, with or without the traumas he's been through. Really glad him and Dana are together. They really spark of each other and fully back and respect each other's wishes. And big up Louie, a great kid. Look man, we did it again. Art saves lives. Wins every battle. Builds tools for you to get through life. We won again, as always. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Go and find Kay on Instagram.